With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Philosophy, we chose one race superior and another inferior. It's finally and permanently 
This is War Wrestling Authority Radio with your host, Chaotic Katie, the Dean of Wrestling Referees, Steve Kane, and Sadistic Sean David. Lock and load wrestling fans, it's time for War! Gentlemen, and welcome to another loaded edition of Wrestling Authority Radio, live here on the Evolution Radio Network and exclusively live on Blog Talk Radio. This is a proud presentation of Rampage Productions. Tonight is Ladies' Night, and we will be joined by the original girls of Gorgeous Ladies of Wrestling. We will be joined by the Royal Hawaiian. Gremlina, Sunny the California Girl, and Miss Roxy Astorclaws herself from our Christmas special with the old man Yay! years and years ago. Ladies and gentlemen, my name is Sadistic Sean David, along with my lovely co-host here. The salt must their sin. I guess I'm the lovely one. Oh, you're the lovely one. All right. And <laughs> I waited for you, but you didn't gonna... say anything. I know, that's because I go last I always go last I've always okay. gone last So Sean just set us up for failure Okay, well you know sin, sin okay, That's sin, and me You know who I am, I'm Chaotic Katie I can't even say my own name today My name is Chaotic Katie And I'm the reason the show will never Ever, ever be a bag of dicks Ever Folks, are you two ready? Are we, are we ready for the glow? Without any further ado, I'm going to introduce them. You you sound (laughs) wonderful. Without any further ado, she comes to us all the way from sunny California. Ladies and gentlemen, she comes to us from California via the Hawaiian Islands. She is the Royal Hawaiian. Aloha, guys. How are you doing? Aloha, my darling. Hello, Auntie. Hi, Katie. How are you? Hi. I am actually really good. I'm doing good. No complaints. Good. Hi, Sean. Hi, Finn. Everybody. And without any further ado, got more without any further without any further ado, ladies and gentlemen, she is another one of the original Glow Girls. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome back to Wrestling Authority Radio, Graham Lena. How did I know she was next? Hey, everybody. Welcome. To Virginia. <laughs> Hi, Auntie. Hey, Auntie Grammy. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. Hi, Grammy. Uh-huh. Hi, aloha. Right. We aloha. are uh, we are here, and we have a lot to discuss here this evening. This is the first time we have talked to the Glow Girls since the unfortunate passing of our wise old man, uh, the 2022. Icons of the Illinois Valley inductee in 2022, Central Illinois Pro Wrestling Hall of Famer, the Dean of Wrestling, Steve Kane, who we still dearly yeah, miss, yeah, but uh, yeah. um, it, is, it has been a while since we have done one of these ladies' nights, so we are back, and we are going to make this a regular thing once a month from now on, and uh, I'm sure Miss Roxy Astor will be telling us all about the next Globe Cruise when she comes on, because I do know that that is in the works. 
Yeah. Oh, yes. Believe it. Yeah, I wish I had a passport and I'd go. Passport and and, <laughs> and more money. I need more money and then I can go. <laughs> I'm booked on, I'm already booked on the cruise. Nice. You know, that was that was one thing the old man always wanted to do, and, and he never got the chance. But uh, I know he'll be there in spirit with you guys on your next cruise. Sean, you know what that means, right? You know what that means, right, Sean? I don't know what that means. That means you have to do a glow cruise. No. We should do a glow cruise. I agree. Hey. <laughs> Next it'll be May, fun. No, it'll be us. fun for real, man. We could totally broadcast from the cruise as well. That would be a blast. Yeah, it would. Like I said, next May. May, huh? Mm. Uh, yes, sir. Folks, if I'm if I am being quiet, it is because my lovely mother has brought me some chicken fries until we cook our regular dinner after the show is you over. Chicken fries. Hey, it is National Fried Chicken Day, or was that yesterday? I don't know, because in, my, in, in the area that I live, our KFC burned down, and we got the unfortunate news, they are not rebuilding our KFC. Oh, When we have the beautiful, beautiful and super talented women uh, on the show, and we're talking about KFC, <laughs> what, what the heck's going on here? Um, well, I'm gonna let Sin start this I'm gonna let Sin start this off with our Glow Girls here tonight because he this is his first time with the Glow Girls. Yeah. You're a yeah, virgin. Yeah. <laughs> no, what's funny is I, I remember like watching it on uh television, you know, uh before I was in the business even. And uh just think it was a really cool product and then uh even watched some of the Netflix series when it came out just to wonder you know, if they would try to be accurate or whatever, you know what I mean? But uh, I do have some questions. Uh, one being, uh, I believe I read somewhere that you guys, uh, did some of the originals get inducted in the Cauliflower Ear Hall of Fame? Yes, the whole group did. We we were inducted in 2017 as the first all-women's wrestling league and being on TV. That was the there's about 25 of us, I think. That, yeah. So that is fantastic. A, yeah, there was about a total of 70-something of us, 74-ish, somewhere around there. And um, yeah. Sunny did, did a good job trying to get as many of us there. I think there was about 25 of us that were able to attend the convention uh, in That's Las Vegas. Awesome. Yeah, so lots of fun. Wish and I then we have go. had... We have had one one glow girl who became um, a WWF wrestler. That was our Tina Ferrari, yeah. who was Ivory, who was also inducted into the WWE Wrestling Hall of Fame a couple years ago. Yeah, I, d- yeah, I did right. know about Ivory getting put into the Hall of Fame. She was former glow, so I thought that's yeah. pretty cool. Yeah, and she was also inducted into Cauliflower Alley Club uh, as nice. well as uh, Dallas. Dallas has also been honored by Cauliflower Alley Club. Wow. Oh, I did not know that. See, we always learn something new when we do interviews. 
<laughs> I just had to catch it, so I had to ask. I had to ask because I found it really interesting. You know, that's that, that is such a major accomplishment in general um, to reach that, especially to reach it as you know, um, women changing the industry is awesome. Yeah. Talk about Alexa Bliss. Right. I, I love mean, Alexa. The the thing about it is this: there were a lot of people in the 1980s that did not take gorgeous ladies of wrestling seriously. Uh, some professional wrestlers, even still to this day, mock it or think that it was a joke yeah. to women's wrestling. It was not. I'm here to tell you. I had lunch with April last May, uh, right before Memorial Day weekend. And the stories that uh, the Royal Hawaiian was able to share with me about the vigorous training that these girls went through. Um, oh, my God. You learn quickly. Yep. They learned how to pay their, due, their dues just like the men did. So, um, you know, well, because – Well, I came in um, – Go ahead, Grimlina. I came in in season three. I don't know uh, if a lot is about the training regimen ch- changed from season one to three, and we worked our butts off from nine in the morning till sometimes ten, eleven at night. Absolutely, that was everything. That was the physical training, uh, aerobics, gymnastics, weights. Boxing, mm-hmm. wrestling, and then we did character development and promo work, and that was wow. Monday through Friday, nine to eleven, with breaks for food and all. But we had no time to mess around. We had to be serious. That is really awesome that uh, a company would come in and really take that approach. You know what I mean with women? The 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 structured training, everything. That's amazing. I mean, there's a lot of male companies that weren't doing that back then. You know what I mean? Yeah. Absolutely. We, we only wrestled, when we were trained by Mondo Guerrero for the original um, 12, for the pilot, we ended up going um, into walks, into a, a gym there, and we we trained several hours uh, a night. Basically, we trained um, with Mondo and... Um, Started out, I don't know, somewhere in maybe about 40 girls until they, they cut us down to about the, the 12 originals that did the pilot. And um, we were actually uh, bussed down there in the limo because it wasn't such a great area. Yeah. And that, they, there, oh was a, there, was a biker, there was a biker bar underneath the gym, and they were kind of worried that it get kind of rowdy. So David McLean hired a couple of the guys down in the bar to be like our bodyguards as we came in and out of the gym for workout. So it's kind of cool. He was very uh, smart in, in utilizing the surroundings. So then it was a little bit better. We were able to come and go as we needed to. But yeah, so then once we got to the Riviera, then it started to be an everyday, all day thing every day until we did the live shows on. Um, did you do? Uh, I'm curious about this because this, this actually, there's so many things I want to ask about Glow in general. But um, did you guys do other than the TV tapings? Did you have uh, like house shows you had to do at all, or? Um, we did. We uh, our first show we did. It was to see how the new season, which when when I came in, it was 
season three, we were trained by Nanuchka. And let me tell you. Who was trained by me. (laughs) Did I have to thank you for our training? I was Nanuchka What's that? I have to thank you because she was no nonsense, man. She she was the best. She was the best. I loved her. Yeah. Um, we did a show in Laughlin before we did TV taping, and that was the wow. house show in my season. And then we did a small tour of down south during my season before I had to leave. So, so um, when you're when you do kind of a tour like that down south, I mean, you know, it's it was unconventional for the time. You know, a company of all of women. And working in the South and stuff, what was that like, like on the day-to-day, being, being down there, away uh, from home? Well, we didn't, we didn't really get to interact a lot. It was a lot of time spent traveling between the locations because we did North Carolina, South Carolina, Mississippi, Louisiana, and Tennessee, and Georgia. So we were in and out. I mean, it was just that we all traveled on a bus, and we had a short autograph session after the show, and it was bundle us in the bus, get us to the next location. So it was interesting. Some of our characters were met a little bit more pleasantly than others. <laughs> of course, at that 80s, time. Um, was the back thing. in the 80s, uh, Russians weren't really our friends, so... Nanushka and Tanya had a little, had some pretty interesting ways of having to get around because Russians weren't considered the the best of friends back then. Uh, My trainer, uh, my trainer was actually, uh, his his gimmick was he was a Russian. So, yeah, yeah. I've seen it. (laughs) But, you know, the the crowds were good. They, They really warmed to us. And to to say something about Glow and how serious, Steve Blanche told me that back when we were on the air, we were actually beating the WWF in ratings. Wow. Oh, wow. Really? Well, yes. Yeah. He said that there were some, some markets... You know, and we were seen in 70 countries. So, was was there a lot of people that just like, if you were, when you did have time or were out anywhere from TV, when you went back home, did you have people recognizing you then pretty regularly? Or? Um, sorry, I, I didn't, sorry, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't hear I didn't you. Hear yeah. Oh, I'm so sorry. I was saying... When you did get back home, since, you know, the television show had done so well, did you, you know, run it, you know, have the people coming up to you, talking to you, saying, I've seen you? Yes. Yeah, at the beginning, at the beginning when we started in season one, because we had, we had done a lot of promos prior to the, the show even starting in 1986, in L.A., which is where everything started, um, we did most of the talk shows. Uh, we were on Tom Schneider, Sally Jesse Raphael, Johnny Carson, yeah. um, INLA, PM Magazine. Those were all those entertainment t- 
Tonight type shows back in the 80s. So we did all those kind of shows. And then once it got relocated and we went on location in Vegas, then we did them kind of in Vegas on the the news spots and things like that. So I did get recognized a few times in odd places. I was flying to and from Hawaii one time, and, and a guy on the plane came singing our rap song down the aisle, headed for me, saying, I know who you are, you know, kind of singing to me. And people are looking around like, who is that? And he's like, can I take a picture with his land? And I'm like, sure. And then, of course, you know, everybody gets off the plane, and we all went our separate ways. And I never saw the guy again. And then two days later in Waikiki, I'm standing at the beach, and this guy taps me on the shoulder and says, excuse me. And I turn around, and it's the guy from the plane. So one of the chances oh, wow. of that, and he says, you never gave my picture. I said, sorry. He says, well, here we are on Waikiki Beach. Can we take it down? So I took the picture with him, and I said, I can't believe he actually found me. So that was <laughs> that was one, one time in Hawaii that I had another time where I was at the store. I think I was in Target, and some some guy was kind of lurking around the clothing department like I was looking at shirts or something and he was just kind of you know following a little bit but from a distance and I think I kind of figured who he was and he knew who I was and so we kind of just didn't say anything and then eventually I said hi and he goes oh hi I didn't want to bother you but can I ask you are you and I said yeah and so that was one instance and then I had another instance in a shoe store the girl said, oh, my God, you look just like this girl. She's a wrestler and my mom's favorite wrestler. And I said, oh, really? And she goes, yeah, her name's the Royal Hawaiian. And so I was with my cousin, and we just kind of went on our merry way, and I just didn't really say anything. And then as we were checking out, I said, well, to be honest with you, I said, that's me. And she goes, you've got to be kidding. I said, no. She goes, would you mind? Can I please call my mom? So she called home. She got her mom on the phone, and she said, Mom, you're never going to believe who's in my store. And so I talked to the lady. I signed an autograph because back then we didn't have cell phones, and we didn't yeah. carry, you know. So, so I just signed on a little piece of paper for her and autographed to her mom, and she was, you know, over the moon. So those are a couple little kind of things that – when it first started, you know, in, in 80, 85, 86, when we were doing stuff, we were recognizable. Now, no, not so much, unless we're doing an event, of course. Yeah. Like something well, you know, I, I should be jealous because <laughs> I wasn't even recognized by my, my current husband. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh, Lord. That, you know, when I, when I met my current I'm wife, just, I literally I'm walked dating. up to her. I, we, this is when we were dating. I'm dating him, right? Mm-hmm. My friend who knew, who was a wrestling geek and knew everything and knew me, six months after dating my into dating my husband, I, he goes, dude, don't you know who you're dating? My husband goes, yeah, I'm dating Sandy. <laughs> no, dude, do you realize who you're dating? Yeah, uh, Sandy. So then my friend told him, and he's like, "She ain't no wrestler." I mean, I'm four foot nine. I'm four foot nine. Okay, I'm t- I'm not. If you were to see me out in public, I am not what you would think a female wrestler was. Yes, you ain't. No, you ain't. No, you ain't. So finally, we got we found some video, and I played it for him. And the only reason he recognized me and says, okay, I believe you now, was when I get frustrated, I'll put my hand on my hip and stomp my foot. 
and I did it during, I was talking with Dave, uh, Johnny C., our ring announcer, and he had pulled the mic away from me, so I put my hand on my hip and stomped my foot. My husband goes, okay, yeah, now I know that's you. <laughs> when I met but my see, wife. I was, I, was, I was very smart, I guess. When, when I got to Vegas and we were doing the show, I wore my hair up under a cap, and I'm a natural strawberry blonde. Well, when they me did too. my hair with the teeth, really cool. Yeah. When yeah. they did my hair with the white hair with the black stripes, when I would go to and from places, I'd put on a baseball cap and I wear glasses. And I've been told yeah. that back then I looked like a 12 year old. So I didn't really get recognized till later when I started getting, you know, after the documentary, after appearances and stuff like that. Now sometimes yeah. I occasionally, but, you know, I never had that because, like I said, I just, when I'm, when I was in the ring and in the studio and doing the shows, that was Grimlina. When I left, I'm just Sandy. Right, and, yeah. Yeah. You know, so I really, and I really don't look like my character. <laughs> uh, yeah, then why don't yeah. you go ahead with your with your story about how you met oh, uh, Mel yeah, Storm? Uh, my my uh, my wife went to the uh, wrestling show that night. She would go to our show sometimes because uh, she uh, she was related to one of the wrestlers that was. And that that night, I happened to be in the main event against him and a couple other guys. It was six man tag. So, you know, we do it, and uh, I see her at the bar, and I hear her talking about the show that night. So I just look at her, and I go, um, oh, you like wrestling? I'm like, she's like, yeah. And I look at her, and I'm like, I, I wrestled tonight at the show. She's like, really? I don't remember you. And all I could think was, <laughs> I'm like, what? Because she was talking about the main event and how she knew the other guy that was in the match with me. <laughs> So I just it just totally didn't know who I was. Now we're married, almost twenty years. Oh wow! <laughs> okay, awesome. people, I have I got a question from from one of our listeners, and it's pretty simple. He just wants to, he's in awe about the training aspect, and he's curious how similar the rings are to the rings used by the WWE back then, as far as taking bumps, etc. Um, I want to answer this before they do. The one noticeable difference that you will see if you look at a WWE, a WCW, or an AEW, or a Ring of Honor, or a New Japan ring, um, the glow ring, and, and Ape, uh, Royal Hawaiian and, and uh, Gremlina, correct me if I'm wrong, but the ring posts, the ropes were set lower on that. Because I'm like six foot one myself. So I, I looked at that ring for the first time when I started watching glow footage. And I'm like, I would feel like a giant in this ring, like an absolute yeah, giant. Lower. Yeah, for sure. They are lower, um, and it's, it, it, it's a little bit different. Well, you know, even rings today, like in, in managing auto, we, we get all kind of different, you know, because there's different sizes. Some have an apron, some are higher up, some are lower, so... Um, back then, there was nothing to compare it to, so I wouldn't have really known the difference. But now, having been in some other rings since, there was a definite difference, definitely lower. 
So it may look like when we're on the top rope that it looks big, but it's not as high as a WWE ring by far, you know. And mm-hmm. um, this, uh, the turnbuckles, too, a little different, you know. And then we, we had that extra um, kind of the padded area around the apron. So I don't yeah. know what Gremlina. I'm not sure what your guys' ring after I left looked like. So I'm not sure. That, well, we used we used the same ring. We had you know carpeting and padding around the ringside area. Now to give you some perspective, I'm four foot. Back then I was four foot nine. I've shrunk an inch or so. So I'm now. <laughs> um, hey. Back then, I feel real good now. Hey. Oh, shut up, Katie. I'm short. Yeah. I'm five foot one and a half, man. She looks up to me. You're tall. You're tall. I, 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 I I'm have a cut, friend. I'm going to cut in my here. Friend, well, we know it. Wait. No, you're not. My friend, we call her Diva. Her name is Bernadette. She used to be a regular listener and, and caller and such like that. But she's only four foot six. Oh, wow. Yeah. 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 With yeah. Like, being five eight and being a male wrestler. Yeah. Yeah. Now you're talking. <laughs> to, uh, to give you perspective, my I could I could see over when I was standing on the floor, I could see my top of my head hit the very bottom of the oh, wow. bottom row. Wow. Okay. Wow. And. <laughs> In regulation or WWF or independent, when I work at, when I do work at DCW, it's quite. I'm glad they have a ramp because I couldn't crawl up in it because it is. You can barely see the top of my head. Right. And oh uh, wow. But I will tell one you this: you, know, you get picked fr- up by somebody, say like the Royal Hawaiian Slam. That ring hurts. Uh-huh. Well, and uh, that's what I was going to get to. Um, everybody thinks that the ring is the trampoline, and I'm here to tell you, um, I broke into the business in two. I broke into the business in April of 2022. Uh, Finn is actually my original trainer. Uh, I know him and his wife very April, well. Uh, yeah. Wait, 2022? You, you just said April of 2022. Yeah, I was gonna, I was gonna 2022. That's two years. You were training before 2022. Two thousand two. Yeah, uh April twenty twenty two was my twentieth year. Much better. Uh, I wanna go and, back twenty years. And the Small the original r- the original ring that um I actually the first ring I was ever in was the 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 promotion that Sin trained with. They actually did a show at the mall and Sin was in a casket match and then they let everybody in the ring. I jumped off the middle rope oh, wow. and landed on my butt at like eight or nine years old, and I found out real quick that ring ain't no trampoline. Real know. quick. And then oh, yeah. the, the, I think the most devastating thing to me at that age was, you know, you get a big guy that's even 175, 250 pounds between that range, they can make those ropes move. I think I might have been 675 oh, wow. pounds at that point, so I'm trying to step over the middle rope, and I'm realizing – like, this thing doesn't really have that much give. No. Mm-hmm. Um, well, well, try this. And that's the ring I learned in, dude. Yep. <laughs> that's what I ring I was yep. trained in. Hey, try being my height oh and pray you don't clothesline yourself with the ring rope. 
That would be me off the top rope. I would totally clothesline myself or smack myself in the face. The first thing that I... Go ahead, Roy Hawaiian. No, I was just going to say, before the show even started in 86, when we were doing some of the promos, they had us working on a boxing ring. Oh, no. Yeah, oh, I heard about know. that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I remember hearing that. It, it was basically yeah. like, 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 like concrete, gra- you know, ground, and they put like a, mm-hmm. a canvas tarp on top of it. So, like, yeah, not, right. even padding, not even nothing. Yeah. That's how I started to get hurt, is I got hurt even before we started, but it wasn't serious. And then it just uh, kind of God. gradually got hurt. But, the, yeah, the so first, some of the stuff the, is not good. The, the first, first ring that I actually... Was a, box, was a boxing ring. Yeah. The first, that, time. Was, that was bad. The first ring that I ever set up, um, I don't know if Finn ever saw this ring torn down. This thing was a legitimate beast that was meant to be set up in a training school and never moved again. Um, because I, I, it was my belief that most of it was cast iron. I don't know how the hell they did it. Oh my um, God. You had your four frame pieces, your four posts. The posts were about 300 pounds a piece. They weren't moving. Um, then you had springs that, uh, you take your, um, center frame pieces and lock into the main frame. The middle part of your center pieces had, uh, things on it to where you could slide in your running boards and pin them in place, then plywood went on, then the padding, then the ropes. I mean, this ring was a gargoyle. Literally, it, it it was hell on wheels to put up and tear down, but we all have to break in some way. Finn's ring, his original ring, and I'm going to tell this short story because Katie's never even heard this story. Um, I... I start working for Sin. His first show is August 2003 in LaSalle, Illinois. Pretty much time you were still a trainee. Yeah. Um, August 2003 with Jerry Lynn and Eric Freedom in the main event. Um, we have Jonas the Giant booked, who was a good friend of Sin and I's, but Jonas was about seven foot tall and at about that time about 400 pounds. Um, uh, Sin's ring at and that a, time and, a heavy, and unfortunately a heavy drinker Which doesn't help You know um, what I mean Unfortunately at that time um, Sin they, they kind and, and, and Sin when I say this Don't think I'm, this is an insult to you uh, They kind of rushed into buying a ring Not realizing that if they would be a company To get some big heavyweights later on and well, I mean, I re- it was a Mike Samples ring, same guy who made the rings for TNA Impact and everything. Right, 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 right. Uh, and we're going to explain why the ring failed here in a minute, but I'll never forget it. The first show that Sin had, uh, WWA Genocide, Jonas comes off the top rope in a barbaric hardcore match where he busted the guy. He, he uh, clotheslined the guy so hard in Sin's ring that the guy's head snapped back and cracked his head on the back of the uh, hook to go into the ring post. Oh, my oh, gosh. Yeah, he so it that, was more of a big splash. He just threw his body into him so hard it whiplashed the guy's head back. And he actually pushed the corner piece back enough that the guy's head, like, clipped that part of the uh, the ring. And it busted him wide open. 
Oh, yeah. I had to go get blood soda, uh, club soda after that match because there was blood everywhere. But I'll never forget it. Jonas came off the top rope. And the reason that this ring was not meant for super heavyweights is because you only had one beam taking all of the support of the ring. Where most commonly now, yeah, in the middle. Most commonly now you have three cross members underneath the main uh, cross beams to take the absorption of the ring. So I'll never forget it. Jonas comes off the top rope. I hear that middle beam hit the floor. I, I mean, I heard it clear as day. And I, I, and I yeah, went and told Finn. Yeah, it was a two-foot ring, so it wasn't high off the ground. So, I, yeah. I, went to, I went and told Finn, and I told his wife, and I said, look, I said, we're going we're gonna to have problems when we pull that ring apart tonight. And he's like, no, it should be fine. <laughs> and Finn uh, <laughs> quickly learned that Sean was right about it, because I'm like, dude, I heard it. Like, that was... That is a sound I'll never forget. But, but since my father worked at a uh, fabrication <laughs> shop, I had pieces made to fix it. <laughs> yes, you had the spring Good. made. Um, I worked in a lot of style rings. I was telling Sin about one of the worst rings that I worked in. It had the Waller-style turnbuckles. And what that means is pretty much you don't have a turnbuckle pad. The turnbuckle pad is duct tape rolled and rolled and rolled and rolled around to give it some kind of cushion, but oh there ain't no cushion God. there. Is that, is that kind of like oh, that no. one ring we saw that that had bubble wrap on the on the yes. pad should be? Yes. Oh my god! And it was a wooden oh, ring god. too. Well, I'll tell so, you something. Assuming... From a different perspective, I had to do one of my things. I had to do when I was in glow is I had to crawl from one side of the ring to the other underneath the ring. Get it oh, loud up under there. I got. <laughs> Oh, wow. And you better belly crawl because when you when something impacts, it's it, they it was just it was an interesting experience. Did, 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 we answer, did we answer the caller's question? I can't remember what the question was. Oh, uh, he was asking about conditions of the ring. That's why we went off on a little side tangent. Oh, okay, okay. That's but we didn't. I, I know. We, I we 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 didn't go off into outer space completely. Um, I have worked in okay. several no, different no, no, styles of ring. I was just trying ring. to go back to what was the question. Um, Sorry. I will tell. I will tell you the one of the worst rings that I've heard uh, guys and girls rings. hated hated working in was the six sided rings that the unfortunately TNA brought up from Mexico. So. The worst, I think the worst was, have, have any of you girls actually worked in a, like an 80s WWE ring? No. Those things, I guess, somebody say yes? No. 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 They both said oh, no. no. Not say, oh, my God. I, 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 like, if you were five that foot tall, man, I feel bad for you. Those things were huge. They were built for like Andre and Hulk and stuff. And uh, a guy yeah. in Chicago named Sonny and Rogers stuff. that used to work for the Fed. Had one. It was it was a nightmare. Grammy probably oh. could have walked under the bottom rope. <laughs> oh yeah, it was huge. Um, probably I did. Um, <laughs> back in the seventies. Okay, I'm gonna tell my age. Back in the seventies and eighties, when I was watching wrestling, it was the uh, NWA, Mid Atlantic, stuff like that. That ring was friggin' huge. <laughs> We are talking huge. Um, yeah, and that's that's another thing. Sizes, so everybody understands in the state of Illinois where Sin and I are, um, in 2000, um, uh, K, uh, 
Finn, take this over. I got a screen to call. I'll be right back. <laughs> well, he wants me to take it over, but I don't know what he was going to talk about. <laughs> um, um, in the, uh, in the hey, uh, late 90s, in the late sure, 90s when I started. Listen, listen Virgin, yeah. it's your first time with the ladies. You get to do what you want. <laughs> so you can't be no, saying okay. that to a married man. You're going to get me in trouble. <laughs> I have two. People got to stop bloody well messaging me. <laughs> Oh my God. All right, I am back, no. but in the state of They're Illinois, you had to be and messaging me. You, you had to be regulated uh, to run oh, wrestling events. Oh, that's what I was going to say, yeah. When I got so, in, yeah. there was only five companies that could run legally in Illinois, and other than WWE, of course, and, you know, NWA. And well, those in, five in promoters... Virginia, you have to, in Virginia, you have to be licensed. Yeah, yeah. Well, oh, I, wow. in Illinois at one time, there was five licenses, and they were all under the Boxing Commission. And then on top of it, if you wanted to work Missouri, because I used to work Missouri, you had to get a physical and everything and, like, have a doctor fill out a whole athlete's report for you to even, okay. you know, get okay there. And then pay 50 bucks to get licensed. And to pay 50 bucks, yep. Yes, to get all licensed. And 50 bucks. Yep. In Virginia, it's wow. about forty to fifty bucks. It's sanctioned by the athletic commission, and you have to have it. You cannot yes. even go past the barrier without it. Well, and here's mm-hmm. the thing: so most commonly, regulation size rings start at sixteen foot. Uh, usually, independents you'll see a sixteen to an eighteen. Uh, I have seen yeah. independents use twenty, twenty twos, twenty fours. I'm going to tell everybody right now, I may be six foot, but I am not working in a 24-foot ring. I'd get lost. Um, <laughs> oh, Finn, wow, had right? a, Finn had a 16 <laughs> that I liked. I have worked in a 14. The 14 was a little more snug, which means rope to rope, you've got yeah, 12 feet. I don't, I, I don't like – yeah, 14 is just no good for me. <laughs> I've worked in a 14-foot ring. It was bad. I have to pay attention when I go to – I'm going to have to pay attention when I go to shows. I'll pay more attention to the ring. Yeah, you, know I mean, you, you know what you'll notice? The amount of steps they take. Like, you can, you can yeah. ask Sean, when I got to my last show and I got a new ring, the first thing I did was I counted out my steps before I started running the ropes because I wanted to know when, I, when my pivot was going to come, you know, yeah. to hit the ropes. So I count them out. And I notice, you know, uh, that's that's how I know how big the ring is because I know how many steps I take in each yep. ring. <laughs> mm. And that's that's uh, that. Well, we do have another caller I want to bring with us at this time. He is a good friend of the Royal Yay. Hawaiians. Please welcome Juan. Hey, Juan. Um, oh, we, hey, we had Juan on hey, here April. before, haven't we? Yeah, have you been here before? Aloha. Um, yeah, why Hello. don't you on with Steve? Um, Gramella? Ask your question. Oh, yeah, I am. Um, Gramella, question. Um, 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 did you ever talk shit in the ring sometimes? Oh, please. Come on, now. I, I, uh... Are you kidding me? <laughs> I talk so much garbage. Uh, okay, my character brought somebody in on a leash and chain and had a whip. 
Okay, that's sexy. That's sexy. I don't care who we are. Well, that's you sexy. know, what did I say? Gremlins can be sexy. But anyway, Damn right. I was baby's owner. Well, we had a match with Liberty and Justice. Now, Daisy was six foot two. Justice was six foot two. But Justice was a six foot two African American. And one of my promos in the ring before our match was I want that big one on my chain. Justice will be changed. Well, dashboard will be getting employed by the state of Virginia. I got called yeah. to human resources because they thought I had a problem with ethnic groups because somebody <laughs> had found that promo. Wow. And down south, you don't talk like that. No. No. So, could I talk crap in the ring? Yes. <laughs> oh, wow. Um, so, uh, anybody ever actually, you know, like, uh, follow you up on that? Like, get upset at you, follow up, actually angry when when you trash talk them, tra- talk to them in the past? No, because it's it's part of the it, it's that's it's like I said that that's sure. that's part of the show, yeah. Well, I meant I meant like because I know and I've been in situations where uh, sometimes sometimes guys <laughs> shoot in the ring, and sometimes I've oh. said, I've even said stuff to guys. I've had stuff said to me. If if something goes wrong and somebody gets angry, they'll 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 say something to you. You know what I mean? So I'm just curious if there was heat like that much in your guys' locker room. I carried well, a whip. I, Nobody I, said I nothing. A, I was a bad girl and used to yell and scream at everybody and spit pineapple in their face and all that good stuff. But, yeah, I didn't really have um, too much really bad interaction. Um, even though I was a heel and, and uh, you know, I was – cheating and doing all the things I did, the fans actually liked me to the extent that David and, and Matt wanted to turn me to a, a face. They said, you're getting so much fan mail and we get so much, you know, word about you that they thought, well, maybe we have to say, no, sorry, can't do it. I said, I don't see myself as a face spitting pineapple in someone's face as a goody two-shoe. So that didn't <laughs> do it. No, yeah, but, that's your stick, but, man. But, you can't change. No. And what were they going to well, do with me? And what were they going to do with me? Turn me into a mogwai? <laughs> I know. <so> I, <laughs> I mean, well, I said, I I said no. They, they were able to convert um, Nanuchka, though, so I guess that's when, when they were able to get their, their bad girl turned to a, to a good girl. Uh, recently, like maybe about a month ago, I worked in a show um, here in L.A., uh, one of the Lucha Libre shows, and I was the manager for two Lucha guys. I actually was in in the ring and outside the ring crushing pineapples, and there was a lady, a man, and their grown daughter in like the front row just screaming, and it was a lot of Latinos in the in the audience. And 
they were just cussing me out in Spanish. I mean, just everything. <laughs> oh, wow. From, everything from the oh, wow. F because they were, of course, they were cheering for the good guy, and I just kept sticking the pineapple and, you know, doing my shaka and screaming and yelling at them. And this lady was using every cuss word in Spanish she could at me. And I was just like, okay, well, I guess it's working. Oh, that's I'm, I'm doing the right thing because they're pissed off. They were just pissed off at me just the whole through the whole match, you know. So it happens, and yeah, they'll they'll get back at you. But I never had it happen in Glow. So I, only, you know, only recently. I, well, I had a fan actually try to punch me. I had a fan try to go past the barricade and punch me in the face. Oh wow! And I dodged the Never punch. He happen. missed me. And security grabbed Well, home. like I said, I carried I carry a whip. I carry <laughs> a cat of nine tails. Ain't nobody in their right mind gonna come after me. <laughs> and and as much as Jim Cornette might not like these glow girls, we got to give credit to where it's due because Cornette coming out with that tennis racket with a cover over it and being able to load that thing was probably the most genius idea anyone's ever had. Yeah, because back people 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 do not understand. Um, In the eighties, especially because you guys talked about working down in Georgia and by Mississippi, where where the NWA and Crackett. You know about the eighties. Crackett promotions (laughs) would run, and um, you know areas like that. Back then, you had to be really careful with 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 wrestling fans. I mean, it was. Oh, we yeah. know they're still crazy to this day, but there were some. T- I mean, there are stories well, out there all over YouTube about yeah, we you know famous wrestlers getting stabbed. When I almost well, Nanushka, Nanushka, yeah, Nanushka had problems when they toured down in the south. When when you got you got the Russian stomping on the U.S. flag, they had to sneak her out the back door. She used to tell me, you know, the things to get her out of there without the fans attacking her. You know, yeah, not we, like that. So, yeah, you know, we, the we, stuff that we did in the '80s, we'd never be able to do today. You know, oh, no, bringing water. No, I say it all the time. Yeah, I say it all the time when I see something from the '80s. When I see something from the '80s, it's like he couldn't do that today. There's no way. No, no. no. Even even from even the early '90s. Even when I came in around the Attitude Era, when I was when I was mainly wrestling. Um, you know, there's so much we used to get away with back then that we couldn't now. There's no way. Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah. Oh, no. All right, folks. Well, oh, no. This, this is going to be the point in the East show where I'm going to break in with our song break. We're going to play one of our lovely Steve Kane commercials, and we will be back with Hour 2 of Wrestling Authority Radio, continuing on with um, the Royal Hawaiian. Gremlina, uh, Gremlina and uh, uh, Royal Hawaiian, we're going to have you guys refresh your call, so just go ahead and call back in, take care of that. We are going to take our song break, we'll come back in just a few moments, and we will have Hour 2 of Wrestling Authority Radio, live with the girls of gorgeous ladies of wrestling. We are slated to be joined in Hour 2 by Sunny the California Girl and Roxy Aster. Don't go anywhere. You are listening to Wrestling Authority Radio live on the Evolution Radio Network exclusively live on Blog Talk Radio. Thank you. 
you ever wanted to become a wrestler, a referee, or a manager, well, then you got to come and join us at Welfare Wrestling. We got some of the best trainers around. They've trained at Northwest Georgia Championship Wrestling, Southwest Florida Championship Wrestling, Alabama Championship Wrestling, and all them other there championship wrestlings. And we charge $10 worth of food stamps that our weekly show is behind Myrtle's Trailer Park. And that's what you get paid, food stamps. That way you can come and wrestle, and then you can go over to Floyd's and buy yourself that T-bone steak for $1.50. So come on down to one of our weekly training sessions, Monday nights, Wednesdays right after church, and Friday nights. Come to the training camp right behind Goober Piles Gas Station, maybe area RFD. We'll be looking forward to seeing you. Y'all come down now, here. Professional wrestling, entertaining action that attracts a crowd and provides excitement at a fair or festival. The right promotion will have professionally trained talent with professional grade ring gear and equipment. Fairgoers will want to see more of them and attend ticketed events in the area. Bring the wrong promotion, not vetting their credentials, you could end up with an embarrassing disaster. The talent may have no ring gear, little or no professional training, aren't family friendly, and perform so poorly, you'll wish they'd return to the backyard they came from. Burned organizers won't chance bringing in pro wrestling ever again, shutting out legitimate promoters. And the fairgoers, if they want to see wrestling, will only go to WWE events. If you want live professional wrestling at your fair or festival, don't get burned. Check their credentials before you book. A public service announcement from the Nosebleed Seats. You can contact us on Facebook for more information. Central Illinois Pro Wrestling. All right, and we are back, and we'll bring our guest back with us here now, Gremlina and the Royal Hawaiian. Hello. Hello. All right, and we're going to get Katie back here. There we go. So what would you think of the tunes, girls? Good. <laughs> I actually like that song. I'm a big fan of Greta Van Fleet. Uh, hey, you know what? You stole my job tonight, but I'm glad you did. That was Highway Tune by Greta Van Fleet. We are back. This is Rampage. I like that one. Productions. Wrestling Authority Radio, Hour 2, with the gorgeous ladies of wrestling, the Royal Hawaiian and Gremlina. We are slated to be joined by Sunny, the California girl, and Roxy Astor at some point, um, I am hoping. Roxy uh, said probably about 6 10, my time. Okay, that's fine. She's working. I should be here. Message her. <laughs> <laughs> Alrighty. Are we getting right back into this? Because I've already got a question from the audience. Oh, yeah, go for it. All right. Question time, ladies. Okay. I noticed a lot of ladies would wear this. is from Eric, by the way. He's in uh, he's in Minnesota, I think. He'll correct me if I'm bloody well wrong, of course. But I noticed, I noticed a lot of ladies would wear the classic swimsuit one-piece tights back during the 80s. Was it easier to wrestle in those swimsuits, or was it just because it would it was a look the promoter wanted to use for the ladies? He's in Wisconsin, excuse me. Um, well, we we actually wore um, like leotard swimsuit type 
um, outfits, and then some of them were actually the two-piece ones that Nanichka and her mom, they were the costumers. They had their own costume company in Vegas. They would custom those. Like, mine were already made. So mine was just selecting a print, and then we wore the the under tights to kind of keep everything in. Anyway, I, I, fortunately for me, I never had any costume malfunctions. Not that I had to worry about anything because I didn't have much. But I just wore the flesh tone, and I learned just recently that a couple of the girls layered it to give it that extra oh, wow. firm where, like, everything would stay in place because I know we have had, you know, costume malfunctions. But I didn't know yeah. about that, but some of them said they did. They wore two sets of leggings over another underneath their leotards. So, um, but oh, mine wow, were eh? basically regular, regular um, leotard workout or bathing suit type outfit. No, okay. in my season, in my season, Nanuchka's mother um, did all the costumes. I mean, oh. yeah, they were the awesome. stuff we wore. So, I mean, I loved my costume because I was one of the more covered girls, so I loved it. And <laughs> I liked the fact that I got to wear snakeskin, spandex. That's cool. But the cool thing is nobody knew that I was using a knee brace the whole series because I injured my knee during training, and I had a knee brace from above my knee to my calf. But because my costume oh my was so well made and covered everything, no one could tell it. Oh. Yeah. Can you show that's good. Boy. Awesome. Yeah. Finn and I can tell you he made the mistake of buying those fluttery um like oh, wrestling sides. Yeah. Uh, when I became face. When they turned me face and wicked, um I uh yeah, I, I decided, hey, I'll do a tight change to different gear. You know what I mean? And uh, it, 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 it'll it fit in, you know, because it's a new me, a new version of me. And, man, I wore those tights maybe, maybe three months. After that, I was so sick of dealing with pleather. It was the worst. Uh, I hated pleather tights. <laughs> <laughs> I won't do that again. <laughs> I, no, I, I'm also pleather uh, I, I, I'm all for pleasure too. Yeah, I'm all for too. And they used to call me the Sandex Queen, and it's just it's 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 form and function, people. Form and function. Yes, yeah. but if 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 you know anything about male wrestlers, we smet. I almost said we smet, and uh, I don't know what I was trying to say. I'm going to try to repeat sweat? that one. Was that sweat? Yes. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Sweat and smell gross. We male wrestlers sweat and smell gross after some of them long matches. Or uh, Sin and I can tell you, we spent the day at that show in the in the sun uh, here last month, and I'm oh, like, ugh. I was like, oh my god, <laughs> yes, because we got we got stuck by the train in Chicago. It's like, oh, you think you're gonna get home in a hurry today, huh? Well, here's this long ass freight train. <laughs> I'm like, damn it. Oh, wow, eh? um, but, you know, I have been doing this 20 years. Sin has been doing this about 25. Uh, Kane would have been doing this 
30 to 35 years. So we mean yeah. what we say here when we bring a, a brand new uh, dynamic to this. It's because we have people here that know what they're talking about. We are not, and I don't use this term lightly, but we're not a bunch of marks out on the Internet that are just spotting off our opinions with, with no evidence to be able to back it up. What is said here, uh, over the last nine years, we've been able to back up with facts. I've always prided myself on uh, on that. Um, and, and I said something last week that I didn't mean to say. Katie is one of the founding fathers of this uh, podcast as well. It oh, was me. I'm a father. She's a, she's a, I'm a founding father, not mother, father. Father. Um, well, you know, I, I would make a joke here, but I'm a we, we... Why didn't you just say a founder or a co-founder? You um, well, I didn't mean it. Shush! Y'all gonna get me in trouble here. Um, but this program actually started on another network. Is another program. It it would have been about this month, uh-huh. about nine years ago, um, with Cody Bernard and uh, a guy named Josh, and I was one of the hosts uh, that was brought in and. My brother came to me and he said, you know, you had that one mess up show in 2012 where you couldn't make payroll in full. And uh, I, I think this will be good for you to restore your reputation. You'll meet a lot of connections. And here we are. Uh, our, our nine year anniversary of this program will be in October. Um, wouldn't, wouldn't have it any other way. Has got to meet the Glow Girls. Um, has got to meet some really great wrestling fans. Have got to have and interview some of the biggest names in this industry through this program. But I've also, I also want to point out that there are times that we have to get controversial. There are times that we touch subjects that normal wrestling journalists or normal wrestling podcasters wouldn't touch with a 250 foot pole. I have never steered away from controversy. I won't do it. Um, I can tell you right now, two of our most historic listen to podcasts when it comes to controversy um, years ago, there was a, the, the hardcore road trip, too, where wrestlers got stuck yep. in Canada from the United States, and Canadians were literally and, yeah. driving and, United and States citizens. What was it? What was it? it was London, wrestling. Ontario. Was it, one second, was it Leamington or London? Cause they're I'm really going to pull close. that up. Do you want to tell our listeners about yes. the other thing that was really controversial that we had to cover down in Dudleyville, Georgia? Or Dudley, okay, Georgia? Like I remember. Why don't you... <clears throat> you don't... Um, remember, um, the guy didn't make payroll, and Mr. Wonderful Paul, Paul Orndorff almost oh, yeah. killed the guy. That, can payroll or else. Um, that is also how we met Paul Eubanks, and I, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna tell yeah. it like it is. Paul Eubanks was hired as this guy's ring announcer. He gets there, and the guy comes up to Paul, which he does not know. And is like, hey, um, can you uh, can you help me cover payroll tonight? And the slew of legends for this event down in Dudley, Georgia, was just, I mean, it was a who's who. But when you take and look at a payroll of a guy like a Tully Blanchard and a J.J., I mean, the names that were on this thing, you understand quickly why we had to cover it. We are yeah. not people that agree do, do the boys get screwed over sometimes? Yes, even the girls do. It happens. However, now more than ever, because I've paid for my um, mishap and, and I've paid my dues doing this 20 years, if you can't make payroll, you don't need to be running. It's as simple payroll as that. Payroll should be taken care of before the show is run. That's true. 
Everybody I mean, should have their sending, money and an envelope. Yeah. Everybody yeah, should yeah, have it in an envelope with their name on, on it. Your, and you, you shouldn't be it. depending on your tax return or a welly check or any what have you. Yeah, get your act together. You're going to run do uh-huh. it properly. Katie, you were right. Hardcore Road Trip 2 was in London, Ontario. April 26th yeah. and 27th of 2014. Um, you know, yeah. these are things. And, but I also want to remind yeah. everybody that these weren't the only controversies. When there was a situation going on in our region, Sinai's region, and Steve Keynes before he passed, with Michael Elgin and that whole situation and the mm-hmm. Speaking Out movement and Me Too, these are things that come to this podcast because this podcast has always been, yeah, is, and, and will Paul, remain. Paul shooting. Um, you know, this is a platform for whoever needs it at any time. However, that comes with the omen of this. And, and Sin and Katie will tell you this. I mean this now more than ever before because the old man's not uh-huh. here to referee. I will not put up with somebody come on, coming on my airspace and disrespecting me or another one of our no. hosts or one of my guests. Well, you should hear me, man. I'll shut that, shit, I, I, I'll I shut that shit down real quick. Um, yeah, exactly. I just I'll wanted shut to take you a, down just as quick. I I uh, I wanted so, to clarify okay, okay. that. Can can I make a like kind of a PSA here? Yes, okay. you may. If you're gonna come on this, if you're gonna come on this airspace, we're not sitting. We're not gonna control you. We're not control freaks. We'd expect the same thing as any any other podcast would expect. Be courteous, be polite, and be open minded. And you I know, have, you're not going to have, have a had, problem. I have had new listeners reach out and ask why the uh, screening rule is enforced. That is because years oh, ago, and Katie will tell you this, we had Dan the Beast Severin on here, and some little smartass oh, thought it would God. be a good idea to call in and call Dan Severin a sex offender. And oh. I could not hit oh, yeah, the hang up bit, uh, button fast enough to get, to get him off. It was bad. It was bad, man. You know, it's just a you, thing describing what was done to a to a kid, like apparently, and it it was all made up. And Sam was like, oh, "Excuse me, we didn't. You know, you know what we didn't do. We didn't, we didn't announce the calling number, but that's okay. We posted it. No more callers. Uh, we will take okay, callers. Five one five one five six zero two nine six seven eight, or you can scroll up and find the call in number or, and and look at this lovely. Screen show we uh, uh, slide show we have provided for you here, man. I am getting yes. my tongue all twisted tonight. Um, five one five zero two. We have a caller. We have a caller. We yes, we are going to get to him momentarily. Five one five. Yeah, and, and also people, if you're going to come on this, you're going to come on this airspace, and you're going to be a total dick. You're going to get whipped. Um, Sean oh. will have the whip queued up, and if you no, get yeah. off, you get grim. whipped. <laughs> I know, but it's it's a nice loud snap of a whip. It's beautiful. All right. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and give this caller his due. I have had him on hold for 13 minutes. So, uh, April, your good old friend Sam from New Jersey has called in. Aloha. Hey, Sam. Aloha. How's it going? Aloha. Hey, I just got back from just just got from Vegas. We I had a good time with uh, April at Money in the Bank. Very cool. Yes, we hung out in Vegas. Vegas, yeah, baby, you, Vegas. You know what? what? Hey, you, and now you say, can uh, say that. 
You cannot just yes. say I hung out in Vegas. I hung out with Vegas this summer, and I hung out with her last summer in the L.A. We went to SummerSlam, also in Vegas. Wicked. And uh, yes, and I hope to uh, I, I hope to meet Roxy and Sunny and Gremlina too in the, in the near future. I love um, I love all the glow gals, and I think all the glow gals are are legendary and they all are a very important piece of wrestling history and they all should be honored in some way by the, I think w, even the WWE I like should honor them in, in some way. I and, don't uh, know that we'll ever see that, Sam, but they were honored by the, the other uh, legendary, um, uh, I, I, I want to say it's a kind of a governing body. Yeah, yeah, the Cauliflower Alley Club. The only other Hall least, of Fame that these girls deserve to go in um, I, I got to call a spade a spade here. Uh, in a couple weeks, there is going to be an event happening at the Dan Gables Museum, and Sin and I have known about this for years. We've just never made the trip. Uh, Jim Ross will be there uh, along with many other talents, and it is uh, the Pro Wrestling Hall of Fame over in Iowa for anybody that oh. has never been. Um, I believe that is in Waterloo, Iowa. And then, of course, the Pro Wrestling Hall of Fame, the actual Pro Wrestling Hall wow. of Fame that is that's in awesome. New York um, cool, would, would me. Need, need to induct these lovely, gorgeous ladies of wrestling because I tell you what, Sam, you called it like you saw it. These girls, all of them, have done so much for the sport of professional wrestling. And yeah. I don't care who lays claim to uh, have been the leaders of the women's movement. Uh, we know that there's, <laughs> yeah, exactly. that, that there's other uh, women here that obviously deserve credit, like, uh, you know, all of the great women's wrestlers before the girls of GLOW. But I believe that GLOW laid the foundation for women's wrestling to be something that WCW and WWF actually tried to take seriously again in the 1990s. Yeah, and let me ask a, a real quick question. Um, I want to ask uh, the four girls there. Um, was there, I, I'm sure I know they were wrestling fans, not maybe not big fans, but I know they watched a little wrestling at the time they were on Glow because I know I know Gremlina was like a, a fan of a, a real Roddy Piper fan, and I know my friend April was, Ooh, a, was, a, was, a, was, a, was she was a big Ricky Steamboat fan. So I want to ask. Nobody's there, a bigger, you know what, dude? Nobody's a bigger Ricky Steamboat fan than I am. Okay, I've been okay. in the ring with him. Right. I've worn his Hall of oh Fame ring. Oh. Okay. I've I've, well, quite, no, I've gotten a hug from him. You don't oh, even wow. know. I love the oh, okay. people. Anyway, my too. question for the girls on the show. I want to ask each girl, uh, was there a certain wrestler that you watched, maybe not WWE, um, WWF, WWF at the time, or maybe NWA, was there a certain wrestler that you tried to incorporate his moves or, or, or his entrance to the ring in, in, your, in your appearances on GLOW or, or in, any, in any way? And if so, who who was that wrestler? Or maybe it could have even been a, w, a, a female wrestler, like Wendy Richter, maybe. And that's my question. And uh, and take care. And 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 great <laughs> talk to you gals. And you're awesome. Take care. Thank you very much, Thank Sam. You, Sam. Thank you, Sam. You're awesome too. Go ahead, Gremlina. Um, I like that. Down. You know what? That's what we want. We like callers exactly um, like that. You know. Well, be knowledgeable. I'm gonna give away, you know what you're talking I'm gonna about. Give away I'm going to give away my age. I started watching wrestling when I was six years old. That was 1970. Oh, wow. And honestly, 
I also dated and worked with a PWI photographer. I've hung out with these guys in the Mid-Atlantic and women with the WWE, WWF. It will always be WWF to me. I'm sorry. <laughs> Old school is cool. Me too. Yes, said. ma'am. Yes, ma'am. And I could, because, see, this is the interesting thing. My character was so unique. I really couldn't pattern it after any particular wrestler. I had wow. to literally come up with the persona because let's be real, a gremlin, come on. <laughs> There's nothing yeah. I mean, that was one of a kind, unique. So, but if I had, if my dreams. And if I could do it all over again and be a bit bigger and taller, I would, I would do, I got to give Ronda Rousey credit. I would do the Rowdy Roddy Piper bit. I would make sure yeah. I was spot on the mic. I would make you hate me or love me like he did. Because there's yep. nobody oh, God. who is a master. Well, it's, it's funny you say that, Grammy, because that's who I used to, because I wasn't a wrestling fan like you, so. I didn't grow up watching it. I didn't know anything about wrestling until I got on GLOW. But right at about that time is when the era for me was the Roddy Piper, the the Ricky Steamboat, Andre the Giant, Hulk Hogan, Dino Bravo, Ravishing Rick Rude, Jake the Snake, those, all yeah. those guys. But for some reason, Roddy Piper was like a guy who just – stood out to me Stands out. and like, you know, whether it, and, and he was a fan favorite, whether he was bad, whether it was going to be a good guy, a bad guy, whatever. He just, something about him clicked with me that he was one I used to watch a lot. Um, yeah. Me too. For me, my whole thing with crushing the pineapples and doing what I did, look at Carlito. Those of you who know Carlito, he used to mm-hmm. oh, yeah, the, the apple. Apple. Okay. Now yeah. that yeah. was Probably I was doing this 35 years ago. So I yeah. did a meet and greet with him like last year, probably about six months ago. I remember the revolution. And him and I took pictures together, and he had his apple, and I had my pineapple. We took a picture together, and I said, "Dude, I said it's a great gimmick." But I was doing this 35 years ago. And then I don't know if you guys know now. There's some new guy. He's a white blonde. Kind of like a, it looks like he could be kind of a um, a riddle type uh, guy, kind of like an Autobahn clutch, like my guy, kind of guy. And he supposedly is, his thing now is he brings out a pineapple with him. I haven't seen huh. him. Oh, wow. Pictured, but I don't know what his name is. I don't even know what his name is. But there was also oh, another guy. I, you know what? I don't even know. But then there was this African-American Shit. guy, and they used to call him... Something pineapple. And he he used to come out in pineapple shirts, and he would bring a pineapple and all that. But he kind of faded. I even I even tried contacting him and saying, you know, hey, what's your gimmick? What are you doing? This and that. I used to do this for 35 years ago on Glow and blah blah blah. And that was just something I came up with. You know, the the writers never wrote anything of what I did. So anything you see I do on the show is totally on me. 
um, we didn't have a, I just told this story over the weekend in Vegas at, at the meet and greet that I did. We didn't have a prop department. So anything you see on flow, and I, I can't speak for uh, Grammy's three and four season girls, but I could tell you season one and two, we didn't have anybody telling us how to do a, a wrestling show with women and skits and all that. That was David McLean's idea was to get women wrestling on TV, all women. Then Matt Simber was the one responsible to throw all the campiness and all the creative stuff in with the skits, the music videos, and the raps, and the this and the that. So they basically let us do whatever we came up with. And so they said, come up with an idea, bring it to us, we'll say yay or nay. And so I told them, I want to come in with a pineapple <coughs> hut full of pineapples. So they said, go for it. Do what you want to do. Bring us your receipt. We'll reimburse it. I went to Home Depot. I bought a trash can on wheels. I bought bamboo. I bought, like, hula skirts, and I made the hut. So I don't know. You'd have to go back and see an episode <laughs> where I come in, and it's full of pineapples. And I just pull them out. I'm giving them to fans, and then I'm crushing them and all that. But we didn't have a prop department. So we had to be creative. We had to come up with and think of things to do. Chainsaw and Spike, they told Chainsaw, Go to go to Home Depot. Go get a go get a chainsaw. They literally went out. Yep. She had the chainsaw. Spike had the blowtorch. They came back and they came up with all you know their stuff. So it was a time when it was up to us to come up with. And you know Vince hated us. He would tell the guys, "Oh, don't you be talking to those bull girls," you know. And he didn't like any of the stuff that we were doing. But guess what? What is WWE about today? all the stuff we were doing 35 years ago. Well, right? women's yeah. wrestling is... Well, I, like I will say this. We did, we did have people help with the props with my season. Although... Yeah, see, we did. I will say this. It was kind of interesting going into an adult store with two middle-aged men where I looked like I was 12 and asking, you got me whipped? <laughs> oh my god that'd be like me going in asking for a whip <laughs> I, you know it was all this. you know what I did yeah. I'm bad speaking of sex stores I need to tell you a little story alright I'm gonna let you peek into my life for a minute when I was in college I got bored during lunch and I, t- I took I t- took everybody that was with us for lunch from my class to a sex shop during lunch oh my god oh god Oh yeah, oh yeah, and I didn't, I didn't hold back anything. I I walked in, tested everything, played with everything, grabbed a whip, whipped a couple people, you know. <laughs> well, I sell uh, when I do show when I do conventions and all. I sell handheld versions of my whip. My whip no, is yeah. pure leather. Yeah. My little whip is a pure leather. Can oh boy! Yeah, I know what you. Yeah. I go to the little Halloween shops or costume shops, or yes, sex shops, and just get the cheap. Well, they're not cheap, cheap, but the little small handheld cat of nine tails. Yeah. And right, let right. me tell you, I'm an accountant. I dress like an accountant. <laughs> one of the big and guys. you're asking for a whip. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
That's right. beautiful, but you have to understand. Okay, hold on a second. But you have to understand, most of the BDSM community, they're all white collars. Just think about it. Yeah. That's funny. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. We are, are going to take our last song break because uh, we do not have plans at this time to roll into our after party here tonight on Wrestling Authority Radio. We're going to so be... Uh, we are going to play this and we're going to come back and we will continue on with more stories from these gorgeous ladies of wrestling. Uh, Sin may have some story time with Sin. I'm going to try to tell one of my stories. Katie might have something she wants to tell us. Don't go anywhere. Folks. Maybe you're listening to wrestling authority radio on the evolution radio network, exclusively live on blog talk radio. We'll be right back. with several of my friends. Sir, what you gonna do, brother, when PWR Slam runs wild under... Wait a second, you can't say that. Sorry, this is Bill After, but wait a second, it's the dream. You talking about PWR Slam. Funker, come here. I don't want to talk if we're on PWR Slam. After, come here. I was just trying to say this, Bill After, from OneWrestling.com, and I'm proud 
to be here at PWR Slam. And we will be talking very soon to Mr. Bill Apter again. Uh, he's Bill been very Apter. busy as of late. I, miss I do believe. I do believe I that uh, so either much. Roxy or one of the other ones uh, just tried to call in. If uh, you're hearing me, please try to call back in, and we will get to you um, right away. You are listening to the remainder of Wrestling Authority Radio here on the Evolution Radio Network, exclusively live on Blog Talk Radio, and we are back. I am Statistic Sean David, along with my co-host, this. Sultan of Slither, Sid. And the reason why the show could never be a bag of dicks, Chaotic Katie. Welcome back, folks. And we do have Gremlina and the Royal Hawaiian with us. And without any further ado, ladies and gentlemen, please welcome back to Wrestling Authority Radio at this time, Sunny, the California Girl. Yay! Hi, guys. Hey. Hey, Auntie. Hi, Auntie Whoa, Sunny. Hi, Katie. How, how's my, my warrior who kicked ass every day? Oh, I'm doing really, really good. Yeah. Um, for, for my listeners that don't know yet, I am cancer-free. There's nothing new on my tailbone. Yeah, my chest Whee! is cancer-free. There's nothing, there's nothing new on my tailbone, and there's nothing new on, on the back, of, back side of my pelvis. But, you know, there's no I'm concerns. Probably- and if there is, I'll make them be concerned. So don't worry about that. that. I keep it on it. Yeah, you, you got it. You got to continue fighting. You know, it's always, once you have cancer, it's always there, it seems. That's how I feel. But you know what? To be cancer-free, at least, uh, it feels good. Yeah. Um, yep, it feels good. I'm stage one, so pretty much that's cancer-free, I like to say. But you know what? If it comes back, then, hey, <laughs> I don't know what I'm going to do, but we're all good. I'm, I'm going to go in for surgery, though. I'm going to do, um, I'm going to get this hernia out so I can actually quit burping. Good. You know what I mean? You know how terrible that is? You're burping all the time? I have this GERD and, and Barrett, so that's next. But then other than that, I'm done. I'm burping all the time. That's why do you think I don't drink pop? It's because pop makes me burp. And if I yeah. keep talking, I'll be bursting the whole time. Yeah. And you can hear me. Or like I can be at the bar. You can hear me over the music. You can hear me over oh the crowd God. at a wrestling event, okay, if I burp. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, well, I want to take about, like like that, take about two minutes does. to play something yeah, that these, these glow girls may have never heard. Uh, this will be at about a minute and 45-second clip. This is Bill after remembering Steve King. Who we miss dearly. Thank you. Hello, everyone. This is Bill Apter. And, uh, wow, I'm still reeling from the effects of, well, not too long ago when I heard my dear friend Steve Kane um, had passed. Um, I used to look forward to his news to his cheery calls, to the person that would tell me that um, the news that a wrestler had passed away, and little did I ever realize that uh, someone would be calling me eventually and telling me that uh, that Steve had passed. Um, most of all, the thing that I remember 
most is his love and passion for uh, professional wrestling. You know, I met a lot of people in the 50-plus years I've been involved in the world of professional wrestling, and I have to say, when you talk about the passion of the business, uh, someone who not only knew so much about it, but wanted to keep the business alive and in that old school fashion, that was my buddy, Steve Kane. And Steve, I miss you so very much. This is Bill After Reporting. I just wanted to take a moment to be able to share that with our, our guests that may have not uh, been able to have the opportunity to hear that. Thank you for sharing that. We miss you. We miss yeah, you that's too. a beautiful thing uh, by Bill After, and yeah, it's, it's sad. Steve King was awesome, as you know. Um, I think, gosh, we've been the show way back when I did yes. the show. I, I can't, right? I can't even honestly remember. It's been it's been some years, Katie. We did yes. the first one yeah. with 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 uh, Steve King, and he's so he's so awesome. And uh, you know what? He's up there. And he's having a good old time with all the other wrestlers that are up there in heaven. I'm yeah. sure. I'm sure. Absolutely. Um, I, I, love, he, I love being in the ring with him. Um, he was somebody yeah. that, um, you, you know, I, uh, I learned a lot from, not only about daily life, as Katie will tell you, but in terms of wrestling, um, when I lost Ed Schumann, who was the legendary NWA from Midwest promoter, um, Kane became my new Ed Schumann, and, and uh, you know, I learned a lot from him. He helped me run my promotion here in Illinois. He helped Finn with his promotion, many promotions he worked for, and uh, he was one of the greatest referees that the Illinois uh, has ever seen. So uh, here a couple months back, for everybody that may not have known, uh, it was my proud honor to put Steve into my Hall of Fame that I founded with him as uh, an icon of the Illinois Valley. But I also fought very hard because in the region of Illinois that we're in, we are in central Illinois, and Steve even worked down in southern Illinois and Missouri. So uh, we did a dual induction. He was inducted into the Central Illinois Professional Wrestling Hall of Fame and the icons of the Illinois Valley Class of 2022. Yay. That's yes, wonderful. Yes. Wonderful. Yes. Fantastic. Oh, I gotta get that. Steve, Steve, Steve and I were pretty close. Um, and like Bill after says, I miss his phone call. I do. I miss his phone call. He could always cheer me up. Um, you know, it wasn't always business. And it wasn't always, well, so-and-so died. Because that, that was basically Steve's job, was to go down his list and tell, tell anybody to pass, you know, right. and he would do, well, I better, he'd call me, I'd, I'd be one of the first people he would call, and he'd call me, and then he'd say, I gotta call everybody else, kid, I gotta go, and, and he'd sigh, and he'd go, you know, he was a wonderful uh, man, and if you say the wrong word against Steve King, he got me as an enemy for life, well, I do want to take a moment to let everybody know there was an event scheduled with the Glow Girls at Oscars in downtown Palm Springs that was slated to happen, I believe, this weekend or Monday. Um, that has Monday. been rescheduled, uh, rescheduled for Friday, September 16th at Oscars in downtown Palm Springs. 
And I've got some breaking news for these glow girls. I, I know one that knows about this already because I, I was ecstatic to share it with her when I got the update of the, the date switch. But uh, Sunny and, and, and Gremlina, if you're going to be uh, in Palm Springs, California on September 16th, I will see you there with bells on because at that point, yeah. I will be a... I will be a resident of lovely Palm Springs, California. Yay! Really? That's fantastic. Yep. Yeah, he's, you gotta get ready. He's moving. In Palm hey. Desert because oh. uh, I'm a California native, as you know, guys, and uh, born and raised, and also lived in Palm Desert for years. It's so dang hot there, but you're gonna love it. And you're gonna have fun, and I'm so excited to have you there with us. That's awesome. I yeah. I love I'm, Palm. Love my Palm Springs. It's been there twice. Go ahead. And I see Royal Hawaiian joining us. Royal, you're coming. Yes, I will be there. I will be there with bells on. Yep. Yay! (laughs) And we were were talking about um, being um, inducted into the the Hall of Fame for... um, for CAC, Sunny, you weren't on yet, so we talked a little bit about that and you getting us organized for for uh, the award. But I also wanted to let everybody know huh? that CAC, because of uh, COVID, has now moved to September. So we used to have it in April, but now it's in September. So if anybody <laughs> is interested in going, that is going to be September 26th, 27th, 28th. It's a Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday convention. And this year it's at the Plaza Hotel. It's moved from the Gold Coast. So it will be at the Plaza Hotel. So if anybody's interested, go on the CAC website and get all the details there. And you'll be able to see all that. In addition, I'm just doing my plug so we can talk to Sunny. On um, Saturday, July 16th, in just a couple weeks, actually 10 days, I believe, from now, Sunny and I, and we're hoping that uh, Roxy will be able to join us at um, the Rustic Revolutions meet and greet in Buena Park. Um, we will have Cowboy Bob Orton, the villain, um, Valentine, and um, then myself and Sunny will be there. And we're hoping that Roxy's going to be available to attend as well. So if you guys are interested, check check out Sunny's page, my page, The Wrestling Revolution. Um, I also do help out on two pages, which are the rest, the the Authority of Wrestling and also Wrestling Meet and Greet. So if you have any wrestling stuff that you'd like to post, any activities that are going on, wrestling events, meet and greets, whatever you want, wrestling wise, put it on the wrestling meet and greet page and we'll share for you guys and what have you but just wanted to give you those two events that that we are uh, going to be participating in along with palm springs on september uh, 16th okay sunny it's all and yours because we've been we have, we'll go for it and we have another one too you guys in placerville california um it will be pretty big if you're up north come join us at uh cosmic girl comic con it's one that I've been doing for years, and this time I've opened up to have the girls join me, and I'm super excited for them to be with me. And uh, it'll be myself, Dallas, um, Ashley, Royal Hawaiian, Roxy, and myself. So it's going to be a glowing event. This will be pretty fun. Comic Cons are so much fun, too. Okay, Grandlina probably has the plug, too. I want to. I want to share uh, an event that is going on in the Midwest. 
I actually was able to find the full details on this. It is induction weekend for the Greg, or George Tragos and Luthez Professional Wrestling Hall of Fame. It'll be in Waterloo, with, uh, Waterloo, Iowa, at the National Wrestling Hall of Fame Dan Gable Museum. J.J. Dillon will be there. Jerry Briscoe, Joe Malenko, Wes Briscoe, Colt Cabana, Jonathan Gresham, Dan Spivey. Mike Rotunda, wow. Thunderbolt Patterson, James Beard, Dan Gable, Jim Miller, Baron Von Roschke, Jim Ross, Dick Bourne, and our good old friend D. Brian Blair. And this year's winner of the Luthez Award, it couldn't be more fitting. This year's Luthez Award will be presented to Trish Stratus. Oh, wow. Awesome. Awesome. And there we go. Yeah, she's she's a sweetheart. I've worked with Trish. I like her, and, and she's definitely deserving of it. Absolutely. And in November, I have to say oh this. Oh, my. It is the 10th annual Rhode Island Comic Con, in which I have been a guest eight times. This is wow. the 10th year. We... It will be November 4th, 5th, and 6th, the first weekend in November. It's a Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. It's in Providence, Rhode Island. And I'll just drop a few names. Vincent D'Onofrio, John Cleese, John Glover. That's just a few of the guests. We have another event to announce here in the Midwest, Friends of Sin and I are going into the Midwest Wrestling Reunion Hall of Fame. And we've got some big inductions this year. That is going down July 17th from 12 p.m. to 3 p.m. at Barbecue Productions in Lake Zurich, Illinois. Our induct- uh, the inductees will be male wrestler Joe Alonzo, manager of the year, JP, uh, ring announcer of the year. It is not going to myself. I, I I didn't put myself in for the vote. It'll actually go to Mr. Ricolo, who is a former ring announcer of mine. Very great ring announcer. Um, the women's wrestler of the year award will go to Heather Reckless. Your referees will uh, they, these two. Um, if you weren't going to give it to Kane this year, these two were, would be next in line at, at my pick. It would be uh, Justin and Robert King. I believe they both worked for the WWE and TNA, or Impact yeah. Wrestling, whatever you want to say. One of them works for uh, the NWA now. Your tag team of the year is going to be the Brothers of Funstruction, Rough Crossing, and Yabo the Clown, a.k.a. Thunderfoot. Um, Ed Heller and Mark Koval will be your promoters of the year. Eddie Sharkey will be getting an induction. And the special recognition award is going to our friends, the Soul Touches, baby. Our good old friend, the Urban Sensation, C-Red, the Hot Chocolate, Acid Jazz, Mr. M80, Marche Rocket, the Urban American Gladiator, Trauma, and Willie the Bomb Richardson, the Urban American Dream himself, baby. They are getting the 2022 special recognition award at the Midwest Wrestling Reunion on July 17th in Lake Zurich. It's going to be great. Awesome. Hey. You guys got lots of fun. Super, super proud of, uh, you know, the guys that I had come in and work for me with C-Red Managing, Willie DeBomb, and uh, Trauma. 
um, being our tag team champions for, uh, wow, like our longest running tag team champions. So, <laughs> yeah, I mean, they never lost the belts. So, um, so I want to hand the platform back over to these gorgeous ladies of wrestling. And before we close tonight, I will run down our schedule of events in the St. Louis and Illinois area. Want to remind everybody, you can always give us event submissions at Wrestling Authority Radio on Facebook. We will proudly take those and have no problem shilling your upcoming independent wrestling event as long as you are a legitimate promoter and the talent that is working for you is legitimately trained. Yeah. Yeah. With that, I pass the program back over to the gorgeous ladies of wrestling. There we go. I, I, I well, did we forget do to let my East Coast guys know I'm, I will be in Jersey in August, on August 20th at the Asylum's Wrestle Bass 22. So that's in Persephone, New Jersey. So check it out. Um, I'll be posting more stuff on my page. But I haven't been to the East Coast since pre-COVID. I did do Rhode Island twice with Grammy. So I was there, and that was the last time I think I was on the East Coast. So um, there besides Jersey years ago. So, anyway, you guys got any questions for Sunny? Now that she's here? We love New Jersey. We love New Jersey. I love New Jersey. So, Sunny, if, uh, I'm trying to remember. Uh, were you the one that was in, like, all the seasons? No, no. No, uh, Sunny or California Doll was in all. California Doll was season one. And, then, and then, I think then, she yeah, with Nitka, PG, Hollywood, and one more was the four seasons, and that was, there was only four girls that did all four seasons. I don't know. Wow. Yeah, um, Sally, Sally, the farmer's daughter, was there all four seasons as well. She was. Oh, yeah, realize that. She sure so was. So it would have been Sally, yeah. Hollywood, Fiji, and Nanuchka. Those are the four that did all four seasons. And, I never knew who yeah. the fourth one was. I didn't know it was Sally. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Well, and now you know. Debbie, and then I, and then I heard Debbie debutante was there too from the uh, first season to the fourth. Debbie trained us girls a uh, season three and four. Debbie did, and Nanuchka trained Nanuchka, us. Yeah. Um, yeah, and I think uh, Debbie was there, but no, I was only season three and four, and I left at the end of season four because my father had felt, you know, became ill, and uh, and when I returned, glow was over due to. <laughs> Uh, Bummer. We all know, but anyway, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I don't have to go over that one again. But yeah, that was sad. But after that, I, I ended up doing Battling Beauties, which was my own show on the strip in Las Vegas with Benny Espinoza, Benny Diamond, who was a referee in our seasons of Glow. He I did rep- a show with him. He's really. Cool. I know I he did, did that. Yeah. Yeah, he called me, oh, and, uh, well, yeah, we actually dated back in the day. Benny is my, oh, well, my ex. We did a show, <laughs> and I, 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 I never worked with him, but he actually did Fox yeah. um, Town Anywhere at the same time with me. So I had I had met him, but I, I had never worked with him, so that was kind of cool. He is so sweet, and also a cancer survivor, guys, as well. He's a fellow cancer. Oh, wow, wow. Yeah, yeah, he um, almost died the first bout, the second, um, he had another surgery, 
so yeah, he's another true warrior, and I love Benny. Um, so this was Valley Beauties, and it was pro wrestling with a hint of oil. It wasn't oil wrestling, but it was pro wrestling in a ring, and it was at the uh, Kona Hotel right off the strip. It was a little off the strip, but hey, that was mm-hmm. a big thing, and it was fun. And and I billboarded. That was my billboard stand in Vegas, and um, and then I went on and trained girls for Max the Tellies in New York, and he's starting up another new organization. He wants me to train the girls again, which I will probably. Um, and, Gremlina, you're going to love this. There's a girl that's just like you that doesn't want to get off her feet. <laughs> and you know what I'm going to do, right? <laughs> well, well, all I can say to that girl is, Sonny will get you off your feet. <laughs> uh, I do want to take pick a her up. Oh, yeah. Sonny is the only glow girl who actually lifted me off my feet. <laughs> I wow. got her up in that fireman's carry in our mask. Yeah, she she didn't want to be, and she and it was known. She's like, I don't want to be off off the ground. I don't want to be lifted up. I don't want you know. And I'm like, this match is so good. We're gonna do this. We're gonna do it. Right. <laughs> right. Um, I do want to and take I a moment her, to. I a little bit. I was all right. She was good. I want to take you a were, moment to mention one of you uh, mentioned getting to work uh, upcoming with Cowboy Bob Orton Jr. That is somebody that Sin and yeah. I know very, very well. Old uh, friend I know Bob. Bob. I've known Bob since well, when I wrestled my first singles match. He was in the locker room, and him and I sat down and talked. And then through the years, him being from Missouri, me being from Illinois, whenever I'd go to Missouri or work down south, or sometimes he'd come to Illinois, we would just always be on cards together. So uh, well, I, I, I usually, go, blo- I usually go live. So that would be kind of cool. I'll, I'll maybe go live and see if I can – can get him on and, and, and say hi to you guys. Oh, that would be fantastic. Oh, that would be cool. Yeah. Let yeah. us know. Let us go live, so that would be, that would be fun. That would be fun. Yeah, let us know. Let us know. We'll be in the chat. No problem. Okay. Well, ladies and gents, I hate to do this, but it's That's okay. time for me to crawl back under Thanks. my rock and actually... I've got a doggy here going, Mommy, if you don't take me outside, it's going to not be nice. Yeah, how is Harley doing, uh, Gremlina? Oh, how is Harley? like nothing ever happened. She just got, I have a small breed dog who has separation anxiety and she doesn't like thunderstorms. We had to go into the office and left her here and she got traumatized. It was just shaking and panting heavy and all. We we were worried about oh my. her, but. But two days after that, she's eating, drinking, being a pain in my butt, a lovable fur baby. Um, she's back to normal. She just got stressed. And, you know, that's why you got to watch out even for your fur babies because they can get stressed too. Absolutely. <laughs> and that's, and the one thing, that's the one thing. Hold on a second. That's the one thing I can honestly say. I have a very small dog. He's a Shih Tzu pug. And he doesn't care. He doesn't care. He just, he's blind. He goes on with his life like it's normal. And nothing bothers this dog. And that includes thunder and fireworks. Nothing bothers this dog. The only thing that bothers him is is if the smoke detector goes off. That's the only thing that bothers him. 
That bothers me. Well, she, I hate those smoke detectors. Uh, Roxy would have one in Seekin that has when she comes on or not. She always has she's a damn smoke yeah. detector. Oh, she's she's waiting. She's oh, waiting right now. I heard that. Did oh, you? Right. Good. And I'm like, you always know when Roxy's on because you'll hear that smoke detector beep, beep. <laughs> <laughs> and I love it. That? Yeah. <laughs> So everybody, the mug mug beer beer. Beer. everybody, one at a time. And ladies, I can't wait to see y'all in Palm Springs. And you okay, will be seeing me, Grimlina. We will see you very soon. Uh, Grimlina, thank you for being with us this evening and uh, send yeah. our love to your husband. Oh, he's great. staying away from me. He stays away from me when I do these interviews. <laughs> <laughs> he was, knows the Grimlin's going to come out. It was great to have you on. It was a real honor. Thank you very well, much. For I, thank you for having me on, and uh, thanks for keeping the glow name out there. And uh, also, real quick, we girls are working on something with Ken Penn. It's called More Than a Wrestler. It's going to be an Amazon book and a podcast. It's going to be real stories from us Neat. ladies. And we're going to tell you... That it is more than we are more than a wrestler. So look for that in the future. The first episode of the podcast dropped last Friday. It was Roxy. And tomorrow, the second episode drops. Awesome. Yeah. Cool. Awesome. I don't know who that one is. All right. So Somebody send me a link in the chat. Tomorrow. Yes. Yeah. So, out. Come on. Hugs out. and ankle bites, everybody. And, uh, Anytime you want me on, just let me know. We will be no back. Worries. Thank you very much, Grandlina. All right. Love ladies you. And Talk to you later. Bye-bye. Love you, Ladies and gentlemen, we've got, some, we've got somebody with us now. She is probably one of the most notorious glow grills out there. Ladies and gentlemen, please <laughs> welcome back to Wrestling Authority Radio, Roxy Astor. And we're not calling her Miss Claus tonight. <laughs> no, not tonight. Wait, 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 no, wait, people. This is this is for Sunny. Beep. <laughs> I know, right? Thank you. I want to hear it. <laughs> I'm it's actually the in my car. Don't hear it, Roxy. No, no, I'm in my car, so you're not going to hear it. So I, I'm just okay. very used to it. <laughs> yeah. So I'm. I just I got on here at the tail end of the conversation, so I'm just glad I made it. And uh, yeah. yeah, I heard uh, Selena uh, dropping her interview tomorrow. So I'm. It's really good. I was. It was good. Did you see it, Sunny? I have not seen it yet. And um, oh, gosh, wait. I'll be on the road oh. tomorrow uh, to Arizona. I have no idea, but I I will see it once I. You yeah, know. yeah, you'll <laughs> see it. Yeah, you'll see it on on Facebook. Who's uh, Who's yeah. in the room tonight? Who's we have. We have, uh, this is Sean, and then Sin, say hi. Hello, I'm Sin. And then obviously, you know Katie, and then we've got oh, Royal Katie. Hawaiian and Sunny. Katie, is that my yes. Katie? I That's love your Katie. You. I, I love, love you, too. you sound so good. I have been following your story and... <laughs> Ups and downs, you make me cry, you make me laugh. 
you know, you just got, you're like this hero. I mean, look at you. You're amazing. And then your voice. Yeah. I your voice. It's, I got tired of looking it, at all you your know, pictures. It's been, voice. <laughs> it's been a long year. It came up in my memories yesterday that I just, that I had just finished oh. my chemo treatment. Ah, congratulations. Oh, oh. yeah. I, I'm watching been, the whole so, thing with the hair coming back. That's, that's great. It's good to hear your voice. Yeah, though. my hair Very, My hair's coming back. It's good. You, it's, you can grab it. You can run your fingers through it. It's it's growing back really good. So, okay, yeah, when I, I have a barber. I'll grab it. Yeah. <laughs> I, and you can, I no, you can style it. it, too. You can style it too. You yeah. know what? The most important thing is that you're good, that you're doing good. That's the most important. You know, hair, yes, it's mm-hmm. like a crown, but it's, you know, it comes and it goes. Yeah. Oh, that's another thing. Speaking of things that women pr- take pride in, which is which was yeah. my hair. I had, ha- I had hair to my elbows, okay? I, oh, yeah. I had long, long hair. And it's gone now. And, 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 and just to sit here and think, how long it's going to take me to grow all that hair back. My hair's been this short before, but yeah, it's not on, like, it's, that's when I was younger, when your hair just grows like a weed. It just, it grows, you don't know what yeah. to do with it, but not anymore, you know, like. Well, but I, would know, what, too, I would know more, what to do with it. I would yeah, <laughs> it's got lots of curls, though. It's got more curl to it. The, the chemo gives yeah. you curls, and it gave me more curls on top I, of the curls I already had. I, yeah, I've actually so. I've done hair with a, with a lady that went through chemo, and my mom went through it, too, so I know what she went through. So, you know, yeah. the most important thing is that you're you're here, and your voice sounds great, by the way. That's Still why here. I had to ask yep. who was in the room. Yeah, yeah. another thing, another thing. Um, anytime, anytime I want, because on, because of the, the province that I, in, in Canada that I live in, they... They pay. They pay to for breast reconstruction. So I'm up for breast reconstruction anytime now. I can start the process anytime I want, which is cool. And I, I, I have a tattoo artist. I have a tattoo artist that's gonna do my nipple. And I told him I want it pierced. <laughs> wow. so, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Hey. Yeah, my daughter, I don't have. My, I don't have. I don't have the courage to pierce my nipples. So why not have one that's tattooed that is? There you, there you go. go. Oh, well. I may as well. Yeah. And hey, it's something I would do. So it's yeah. just me. So, but I am um, good. So I'm fine. They still have. I'm doing really good. I'm on. I'm still on good. chemo pills. I'm still on hormone blo- hormone blockers. And I'm still. And I said it in one of my posts yesterday. I'm still here to love and annoy you all. Yes. <laughs> All right. Well, I want to remind everybody that you need to call in now to hear the remainder of this podcast Just at our now. listener line. 515-602-9678. That is 515-602-9678. And we will continue this going forward. Miss um, Roxy Esther was not here for me to, to hear me make my announcement. I will be seeing all of the Glow Girls in Palm Springs on September 16th because by that time, I will be a proud resident of lovely Palm Springs, California. I cannot wait. No way. You know what? Yeah. We for you. you yeah. We, yeah, we had to change this for you. We had to. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I told you. It's not on the 11th, but the good news is it's in September, and I said,
said, when do you get here? He says, at the beginning of the month. I said, good, and you can make it. Yes. <laughs> uh, oh, it's, yeah, it's, it's going to be great. You know, we had uh, something happen, but you know what? I'm looking forward to doing it in the fall. It won't be as hot, and we're going to be on a Friday, which to me is going to be even better, so we can party on Friday and Saturday. And maybe yes, Sunday, ma'am. and I'll Excellent. go to your house. <laughs> All right. Well, so I do I'm want to make another forward. announcement about an all-women's wrestling event that is happening tomorrow and Saturday at the Logan Square Auditorium in Chicago. It's the Women's Wrestling Army, and you are going to get to see some appearances here by women that we we haven't seen in a while. Uh, Alex Gracia, uh, Lenny Lenard, and Alyssa Moreno. Uh, let's see who else we have here. Alicia Edwards, Holly Dead, Tasha Steele, Lufisto, Allison Coach Danger, Max the Impaler, the non-binary nightmare, Max the Impaler, um, U.S. Army veteran Trisha Adora, The Hex, Marty Bell, and Allison K will be there, uh, Willow Nightingale, Taya Valkyrie, um, Wow. Uh, Jaina Kai, I hope I said that right. I, I want to meet Taya Valkyrie. I've already Maser- met Lufisto. I want to meet Valkyrie. Maserati, and everybody was wondering what was going to happen hey, to hey, Big hey, Swole. Maserati, that's my buddy. Maserati's uh, my buddy, and she, she will also be on um, in Vegas on July 9th, on Saturday, in Vegas at UWW. That's the new all-female um, wrestling live wrestling show at the Sahara Las Vegas. With uh, Santana, um, not Santana. I'm sorry. Um, oh my gosh, I'm totally brain dead. Santana Garrett. <laughs> Santana Garrett. Thank you so much. I'm like, what is her name? I was just so on the show with folks. Yeah. So if you guys are in Vegas or gonna be in Vegas, check that out. That's um, UWW at the uh, Sahara in Las Vegas. So the check one it out. Maserati the- will be there and. Um, well, maybe she's not this show, but I think she was in the last show. And my friend um, Amber is one of the referees, and that's Otto Van Clutch's wife. So go ahead and check it out. I was hoping to stay in Vegas long enough to go see that, but I didn't. So uh, hopefully the one the women's show. wrestler that is going to be a part of this event in Chicago this weekend that everybody has had questions about since her AEW departure is Big Swole. Oh wow! Oh really? Yeah. Oh, wow. And now this is where, what what show again is this? Say it again. Uh, Women's Wrestling Army, and it'll be a, a one hour wrestling show, two to three matches each episode. Real stories of real wrestlers. The story is the story, and uh, it'll be Chicago, Illinois, at the Logan Square Auditorium, July eighth and ninth. At a 7 p.m. bell time, womenswrestlingarmy.com for more details. And then we have another show going on this weekend in Woodstock, Illinois. It's our friends at Northland Pro Wrestling. And justice for none, it's going to be another big event from Northland Pro Wrestling. Um, so that is kind of what's going on up in the Chicagoland area this weekend. And I will let my host or the girls talk while I pull up the... Uh, Schedule for Southern Illinois. Sure, yeah. And yeah, I think it's great how uh, women's wrestling right now is really taking over. It's 
Yeah. You know, awesome. so many organizations. And uh, Royal, you uh, you, yeah. you go to a lot of the matches, right? You're out there? Yeah. So I'm trying to. Uh, oh, there's yeah. actually, um, there's the the WOW is filming again in L.A. Um, and that's yeah. going to be um, next weekend. Um, let me see if I have the date. It was originally supposed to be this weekend, and they moved it to next weekend. Um, I believe it's the, whatever the 15th that week, that week, next week, the 13th, 14th, and 15th. And that's, they're going to finish up Wow. Um, while I was in Vegas, I got to see the commercials. They were already airing the commercials for Wow starting in the fall on the CW. So they haven't started here in L.A. yet, but the, the I was looking for us, Roxy. I was looking, I was looking oh, for us in the crowd. And also but, the fans can attend, and they're getting paid. If the fans attend, they're looking for fans that um, do, uh, sit in the audience, and it's paid, I guess. For this Wow one? A paid event. Yeah. Hey, you know what? Event. If you're gonna if you're gonna pay and make me pay me to sit and watch some wrestling, especially if Jesse Bell Smothers is still a part of Wow, I'll be there. You, you, we'll make that trip in September if they start filming again in September, October, November, December. I'll make that oh, trip. No, they the can pay me to watch some. Oh no, I know. Oh, I'm the, saying yeah. the filming is this month. Is is this next week? Is um, July 13th, 14th, and 15th. They film it this next week. It's the last filming day, but all the shows will start in the fall. So you'll see them on TV in the fall. But next week is the last filming, I believe, is the 13th, 14th, and 15th. But you can go on wowewowe.com and you can check it out there. All right, we have our weekend events for the Southern Illinois and Missouri border area. Dynamo Pro Wrestling on the 9th at in Manchester, Missouri at the Midwest Sports Hockey. We have Mid-Missouri Wrestling Alliance at the South Broadway Athletic Club on the 9th in St. Louis. New Version Wrestling, Danville, Illinois at the Rabbit Town Trade Center on the 10th. Southern Illinois Championship Wrestling at the East Rondelette Community Center on the 9th. And again on the 10th with a 1 p.m. special start time on the 10th. And Stride Pro Wrestling in Carterville, Illinois, on the 9th. Those are your weekend events here in the Midwest. Again, if you have event submissions, please submit them to us on our Facebook, Wrestling Authority Radio on the Facebook. Steve can used to handle the Twitter. I have to sign off. Sunny has to go. i got to get on the road, you guys. Um, Okay. 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 Glad you came. It was great to have you on the show. Thank you so much. Love you guys. Love you, Katie. Thank you. Love you, you too. Love you guys. Okay. Bye. All right. um, I wanted wanted to shout out to Andrew for um, our cruise. He's our cruise director for the Afterglow Reunion Cruise. So I'm doing a shout out to Andrew because he's been really good. And I know he's listening. So shout out to Andrew. And we have been told hey, that that next good. glow cruise, that next glow cruise is going to be in May of 2023, correct? Yeah, we call it the After Glow Reunion Cruise because we have a lot yep. of people After that have on, um, the last three cruises. We were going to have a cruise before the pandemic. So now I'm just kind of making it a fun cruise, and we're dedicating it to uh, Matilda and a pub crawl to Angel. Yay. Hey, very, what about very Mount nice. Fuji? Fiji. 
dedicated to vote Fiji too. <laughs> oh no, well we can just we can make a drink. We can do you know we. I think we did something on an after ball before with Fiji. Okay, just this, making this, sure. This one, yeah. No, we in fact with the play that was all about Fiji. So All right. I'm gonna see. I am gonna see if I can make that uh, glow okay, event next year. Have to, can I just say this? You guys have to listen to Glenn Lena's podcast on more than a wrestler tomorrow. Um, 80s and 80s now is gonna release it. I'll be putting it everywhere, but it is really good. Ken does a great job at interviews and stuff that you guys I didn't even know some of the stuff that I've heard. So you guys will love it more than a wrestler. And there's a soundtrack, and we actually have a glow song that Ken Ken and Emily uh, Linker, she did the sing on. It's a beautiful song. So that's what we got going on. Nice. Awesome. Excellent. Uh-huh. All right. Well, Sin, I know you have to bid us to do for the evening. I want to thank you for uh, uh, joining us here tonight. Um, if anybody else needs to jump off this phone call, we're going to go ahead and give you the time to do that. I'm going to give Roxy and the Royal Hawaiian a couple more minutes here, and we will be wrapping up this edition of Wrestling Authority Radio here on the Evolution Radio Network. Um, one more event that I just found, if you're in the area of Clive, Iowa, that's C-L-I-V-E, on July 9th, you can see the following matches from the Wrestling Revolver at their Cage of Horrors event, and this will also be live on Fight. It will be the Switchblades versus the Wolves, and I believe the Switchblades are Sammy Callahan and John Moxley against uh, oh, Davey Richards and Eddie oh. Edwards. Oh, oh, sweet. Oh, my God. I'm having an eargasm. Um, <laughs> you'll, get, you'll get your cage of horrors. Ruby Soho will take it, be taking on Billy, and I don't have her last name in front of me right now. Um, we've got some other great matches. Uh, Jake Christ is going to take on Mance Warner. Havoc versus Catch. And, folks, if you thought John Moxley was enough to make you pay for admission, how about this? How about a special live appearance by Gail Kim? Wow. wow. Speaking of female I've met wrestlers. Yeah. I've met Gail. She just be hurt. That is. I think it's a show in Jersey. That is the Wrestling Revolvers Cage of Horrors on the 9th of July at the Horizon Event Center in Clive, Iowa. Or if you can't make it, it will be live on pay per view on Fight. Wow. Very cool. Awesome. Cool. Man, that's lots going on. And for anybody okay, that doesn't, one, one last thing Go real ahead, quick, Scott. sorry. Uh, uh, the, for anybody that doesn't know, the Wrestling Revolver is Sammy Callahan's promotion. I love Sammy oh. Callahan. Oh. Wrestling Revolver, man. Well, hey, He's I wonder. Crazy. He's crazy. Go ahead, Finn. I just wanted to say to the girls, it was an honor to be part of this show, to interview you. And uh, I hope you guys listen in the future. I know I'm going to be following your guys' career paths. And uh, definitely trying to make some events you'll be at. So thank you so much. I've got to go and have it. Thank you. Thank you so much for coming on. Thank you. All right. All right. 
Well, it is Thank not. You, Tim. I will be the only Bye, boy remaining. Um, we're going to, you know, I am going to be the only boy left standing on this program now, Katie. Usually, usually. It's not a sausage party. It's a pink taco party. I don't know. I just thought I'd take it. What? Can, oh, dear can God. My, can I do my birthday shout out? Today is my you, mom's happy yes. birthday. Yes, you may. Yes. To my mom. And then on uh, July 9th is my son Brad's birthday. So two joy birthdays. Cool. Yeah. Happy birthday. We, we, we are definitely um, going to be ramping up this uh, podcast here over the next couple months. I want to remind everybody of some things, some important dates that are coming up. We do not have a date at this time, but the next version of our Promoters Roundtable is uh, in the process of being booked and nailed down. If you are a pro, uh, wrestling promoter from all around the globe and you'd like to come on, our promoters roundtable. It is open invitational. It is a great exchanging of concepts, ideas, booking philosophies, marketing ideas, and so much more. We've done a lot of these uh, with Steve Kane in the past with a lot of different promoters and promotions from all around the globe. Yeah. We'd love you to be you uh, part of it. Go ahead. I, I think you should invite Vince. <laughs> oh my! <laughs> I love you for that. I love you for that. You have no idea how much I love you for that. I, I didn't even have to say the last name. I just nope. said the first name. Yeah, nobody nope. does anymore. It's just it's Vince. Everybody knows. Everybody knows. It's That's all Vince. I say is Vince. It's Vince. Bring him to the table. And then I want to announce. <laughs> Make him answer for a few things. That our nine-year anniversary celebration is coming, and I do have the details here tonight on that. I am not announcing any guests at this time, but uh, Steve Kane and I always like the month of August, um, because the month of August, at least for most places, is when uh, things go back to school. So I am hoping to have our first guest announcement for anniversary, which will be Wednesday night, October 5th from 5 to 7 p.m. Central Standard Time, and Thursday night, October 6th, from 6.30 p.m. Central Standard Time to 8.30 Central Standard Time. I'm hoping by August 1st, when we get ready to go back to old school, because in the month of August, I'm going to line up some legendary guests. I'm hoping to have some announcements on who is going to be joining us for our nine-year anniversary celebration. And, uh, you know... Well, congratulations on that. That's amazing. Thank you very much. Um, so nine years, and folks, let me tell you, we, we talked about it a little bit earlier, the, the inception of this show. Um, I don't know that Katie, Steve Kane, or I, or even my brother ever saw this thing taken off the way that it has. We are still here. We are still standing. We have, may have lost the old man, but we're still here. Yeah. And uh, he's always yeah, still with still us. Here. And we have found another great co-host in, in Sin. He's the man that originally trained me. Sin was, uh, I'm sorry, Steve was like uh, one him. of Sin's, re- Sin, uh, Steve was one of Sin's referees. Man, I'm just having problems stumbling over my words all night here tonight. Um, That's okay. I also want to give out this. Uh, this will be our last little thing about anybody that wants to train. Um, this... Uh, yeah, boy, I wish I knew where that was going to happen. 
Um, okay. Well, I'm gonna I, I'm gonna I'm going to uh, give this all I can. If you are looking to become a professional wrestler on July 10th from 2 to 5 p.m. at the 26 Wrestling Academy, you can train with the Rottweiler, C.W. Anderson. He was one of my favorite guests on this program. Um, and I'm going to be talking to him real soon to get him lined up for something else. But um, there's a reason that man is allowed to call himself an Anderson. And if you're looking to train, it's $20. You're going to learn from one of the best. Um, wow. We did, have another, we did have another seminar that I was going to announce, but unfortunately I have, I have been alerted that it has sold out at this time. Um, AML Wrestling is hosting a seminar with FTR on August 28th from 10 a.m. to 1 p.m. in Salisbury, North Carolina. It's $120 per person and only open to trained wrestlers only. Wow. Um, I, I tell you oh, what, wow. that's, a, that's a little bit of a premium for a training seminar, but those two, I'd pay that 10 times over. Yeah, it, it's worth it. Yeah, I was going to say, as long as it's worth it, why not? Um, so I want to give uh, the floor back to our our guest here and uh, Katie. Finally. I'll let the girls talk. That's oh, so fine. You shut up. <laughs> are you going to – Yes, holy. Wow. Are, are you going to tell me like – animal- That's – She's going to tell me what? like Road Warrior Animal told her the first time he was on, sit in the corner and look pretty. Yeah, sit in the corner and oh. look pretty. Wait, yeah, that's what, what Animal said to me. The very <laughs> first time I ever interviewed Animal, he told me to be quiet and sit in the corner and look pretty while the boys oh, talk. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, <laughs> let the men talk. He says to me, let Ooh. the men talk. So and I don't came on next. Yeah. I don't think ahead, Nancy son. Roxy will ever forget the uh night that we had her do our Christmas special with Kenny the Star Maker Bolin. I don't know oh, that she's ever forgave us for that song. one. It was <laughs> good. I even wrote a song for that. I remember that night. I was Mrs. Claus, <laughs> yeah. wasn't I? Yes, you were, yep. Miss Roxy Esther Claus I was and Mrs. Claus. <laughs> It sounds very creepy, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was a fun. That was a fun show. I wrote a song. I saw, I saw, I saw Roxy kissing Bowl and Claws. That was good. Um, <laughs> we had fun lies. that night. All lies, Katie. All lies. And then, all lies. and then I wrote, I wrote, I wrote a song too. Bootleg Bowling is coming to town. Oh God! <laughs> we tr- we don't let we don't let Sean sing. We just don't um, let no, we let Sean announce because Sean can sing his heart That's out. We'll, we're gonna go do karaoke. Royal Hawaiian and I. Win the- you can't oh. sing. Oh, you don't know. Oh yes, I do. We can go do karaoke. That would be good. I love karaoke. I've been doing karaoke since I was about. 18 years old. Oh, yeah. I, I do. I did it alone. 
I do want to take a moment to say something else that we're going to talk about next week. I wish Finn would have been here for this, but I got to get with him over the weekend so he can watch this with me anyway. Um, I was not ever a big fan of the UFC, but there is a series. It's, it's kind of a spinoff of Dark Side of the Ring, but it's called Dark Side of the 90s. Um, anybody that hasn't oh. been watching that on Vice, I highly recommend I've it. I've seen it. Um, yeah. uh, earlier. Watch that. Earlier this week, they did a two-part episode, and I've got to finish watching it tonight, on the formation of UFC. And there are a lot of things that I didn't know um, about the UFC that you learn. You learn that Ken Shamrock was a wrestler before he ever entered the UFC, the same with Dan the Beast Severin. Um, You learn a lot of things. And, And, folks, this is the thing. They are a legitimate sport now. But in 1994, 1993, 1995, um, if you actually go back and watch one of Paul Heyman's interviews about when you you were trying to get – when Paul Heyman was trying to get ECW on pay-per-view, you hear him tell the story about how pay-per-view providers would not carry them because they thought they were like that UFC stuff. Oh, no, they're too violent. They're too real. Um, Yeah. I, I, I mean, you learn hey, a lot. You know what, um, I'm waiting for the show on um, the dark side of glow. I'm waiting for that one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my. Oh, what is, my. What is that one well, we could, out? We, we could build that show really, really well. Uh, with all the stories we got. <laughs> oh, we could do that with one phone call. That's it. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Oh, boy. <laughs> Uh, I didn't say anything. I just said the dark side. <laughs> it wasn't it is calling. Um, <laughs> and then they they announced last night that there is actually another um, spinoff of this coming in uh, August. It'll start airing on August 16th. It's going to be the dark side of comedy. And they have talked about Roseanne, I believe. I, I believe. Uh, oh wow! I believe they're going to make one of these about Sam Kennison. Was the rumor? Uh, funny story about that. Oh Sam my! Kennison, Sam Kennison was actually a minister. The church that I was uh, raised right. in, um, Sam Kennison ministered in before I was born. Oh wow! Uh, yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. I mean. Um, that so, explains uh, a lot, too. That explains a okay, lot. And, 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 wait, and so Sam Kennison is a minister, and Jessica was, she went to church? Is that how it was? Is that what went down? Uh, uh, well, Jessica. boy, we're going to find out. We are going to find out. Um, That's so, interesting. You know, we don't always Very. talk about wrestling here. We've got some other topics we'll be talking about with these shows coming um, but you know what? I am uh, beyond ecstatic. I am going to be in Palm Springs not only for Halloween, but uh, we were talking about the BDSM community earlier with Gremlina, and uh, I believe Leather Weekend in Palm Springs is the last weekend of October. Pride in Palm Springs is the first week. That? Pride in Palm Springs is the first week of November. And my birthday there will be the 23rd, so I'm going to be there for uh, not only all of that, but then Thanksgiving and Christmas. And my first New Year's in Palm Springs, I am just beyond ecstatic. My mother is making them. 
I will have to say 23rd. October 23rd. There's there's special special something happening. October 23rd. Oh, really? I will definitely be in touch with you for that. And, folks, the thing about it is this. I'll tell you what it is. What is it? I'm turning 60 years old. (laughs) Oh, Oh, my God. A true woman never. Then that will be important. A true woman never so You don't age. You just don't freaking age. Yes. I b- I believe that yeah, Roxy asked. I believe she's, Roxy. She's six months older than me, so you're only six <laughs> months older than me, Roxy. We're the same age. Uh, okay, so you know what, Royal, we said it. We said it. That's that's our age. It don't that look your bloody it. age, ladies and gentlemen. That's our age, and proud of it. Yep. <laughs> I don't I don't have to lie you about wouldn't my know age it. Either. Now, yeah, I'm 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 pushing fifty. I'm forty eight years old. I'll be forty nine in December. Oh, you're not pushing anything. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay, yeah. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right. And Come and on, I will baby. be. You're not. I I will still be the baby. I'll be thirty two in November. Yeah, oh, the, yeah. He's just a little puppy. Sean, Sean's my baby. <laughs> He's just a little. Sean's my baby. Sean's been with me since he. Sean's been with, we were talking about it the other day. Sean's been with me since he was almost 24. Wow. Okay. That's how long yeah. Sean's been with me. Mm. Wow, I didn't know you were that young, Sean. Oh, well, yeah. I'm still here, Sean, but I'm on my way to the um, urgent care, so I just wanted to let you know in case you hear my 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 uh, phone changing, sounding a little different. I just have no, to go it's on okay. my iPhone. Um, I think yeah, we are going to... I'm pulling up to my daughters, but I wanted just to jump in and say hi to you guys and say hi to Katie and, and Sean. Hi. Baby Sean, baby Sean. Baby Sean. <laughs> yeah, my little baby, baby boy. Sean. Oh, yeah. All right. We will see well, you in Palm I tell- uh, uh, yeah, uh, September sure. 1st, I will be uh, in Palm Springs. Well, I'm going to let these lovely ladies go tonight. I want to thank them for their time and their energy, uh, all four of them. Gremlina, Sunny the California Girl, the Royal Hawaiian, and Miss Roxy Astor, as well as our yeah. other co-hosts, Finn, and all of our callers here tonight. We will see you soon. Thank you yes, so you. much. Um, Thanks we'll for coming out. You. Okay, Katie, love you guys. Love you, I love you guys. Thank you. Love you. Have a good night, guys. Okay, bye. All right. Good night, ladies. That is going to do it for Wrestling Authority Radio here tonight. Next week, right back here on the Evolution Radio Network, we will be back with Rampage Rants Thursday Night Turmoil. We will be talking about this UFC thing. Um, I'm going to try to get Katie some links for it. I'm going to have to scour the Internet, see if I can find them for um, because I do want yeah, to talk a little bit about the that. Um, I, 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 like I said, I'm not a big UFC fan, but there's points here that can be made um, in relation to wrestling that we're going to make. We have a lot to discuss in the world of wrestling with some of these reviews, and I've got to catch up on my Cornette clips over the weekend because Finn has been sending me stuff um, to listen to. And, yeah, I mean, folks, 
This has been a great podcast here tonight. Uh, you can find us at Rampage Rants on um, Facebook. You can find us at Wrestling Authority Radio on Facebook and Evolution Radio Network on Facebook. Be sure to follow us. We will be back here on the Evolution Radio Network exclusively live on Blog Talk Radio next Thursday night at 6.30 p.m. Central Standard Time for Rampage Rants, Thursday Night Turmoil. I am Sadistic Sean David along with my co-host. The reason why the show can never be a bag of dicks, chaotic Katie. Now you know Good folks, night. you know what to do. Take your wait, take your glasses to the bar and turn off the damn lights. Thank you. Yes. You don't have to go home, but you sure as hell can't stay here. Get out. No, you cannot. Night. Night night, everybody. Night. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.